0: plus
1: what is going on everybody this is take two for episode 84 of Pop Culture Crisis, <laughs> I screwed up the first one. It was my fault. It was nobody else's fault. Mm-hmm. So my name is Brett. I am here with my co-host. Introduce yourself, please.
2: Hi, Miracle Sam. Nice to meet you. How you doing? I'm good.
1: Second time around.
2: Yeah, it's really good. We got our giggles out
1: as soon as I as soon as I switch to Shane's camera. By the way, we have
3: a co-host. I'm afraid to talk this time. Go ahead and talk. Last time I opened my You're mouth, good. everything shut down. <laughs> this is Shane Cashman. All right, I am on this day shane cashman it's good to be back what do you do here sir i am the writer and the host of tales from the inverted world yes you are yeah
1: yes you are uh we've got a bunch of stuff to talk about today not ghosts today but you know if ghosts i do keep an eye out now and shane's gonna be on for ghost ghost stories (laughs) anything ghost related uh ghostbusters doesn't really count but uh it could one day Mm -hmm. so we got a bunch of stuff to talk about we're gonna talk about uh lebron james God help us all. We're going to talk about Doja Cat, which was uh, a story uh, submitted to me by one of our new employees here at the company. We're going to cover that. Taika Waititi, um, sing the quiet part out loud about Hollywood. And then we've got um, uh, Shane wants to talk about uh, the drummer from the Foo Fighters, about uh, Taylor Hawkins, which I think uh, is something with all the stuff that's come out and everything is, is definitely a conversation worth having. Not just uh, in memoriam, but just a good discussion can be had there. We've got Podluck. we got a bunch of stuff. So Uh, If you guys are ready. Mm -hmm. Are you guys ready?
2: Aye, aye, Captain. Let's go. You're ready? Yes.
1: Okay. All right. We're going to go ahead and go. and We'll just get started then. All right. Segment one. Uh, This is from, we've got this covered, and this says, LeBron James gets a new legacy as he wins worst actor Razzie for Space Jam 2. Um... Uh, I saw Space Jam 2. I remember exactly none of it except for the fact that it was an enormous product placement ad for, yeah. uh, for Warner Brothers yeah. uh, for all their properties. So uh, this is not hard to believe, especially when you try to do this to something as beloved as the original Space Jam movie. It would be like trying to remake the Mighty Ducks yeah.
4: now.
3: Oh, yeah. No, I'm um, sure they'll try. This must have really hurt LeBron because, you know, him and Michael Jordan have this competition yes. throughout the ages, and considering how Michael Jordan won an Oscar for his performance in Space Jam, yes. this really got to hurt. He won an Oscar? Ra- what? No, he didn't. I was like, what? Um, I, was like, I have, have
1: another article pulled up that says the exact opposite <laughs> no, he, of that.
3: He should have, I think. Um, yes. But I didn't see Space Jam, too, and I had no intention of it, but I have watched commercials for my whole life, and I imagine that's quite similar.
1: My favorite part of Space Jam is when no, when they get sucked down into the golf hole mm-hmm. and nobody does anything. <laughs>
3: Yeah, they just like, oh, whatever. Oh, no. Larry Bird doesn't care. Larry, Larry Bird-, Bird can't do anything. He had back pain. Yeah, he, well, if he bent over, it would hurt too you much. You know,
1: Larry Bird was, uh, doesn't get the credit he deserves either, so I would be, uh, I, no, I would do I watched uh, uh, like a, a TikTok, well, it was like a, an Instagram of a TikTok the other yep. day of Larry Bird, where he's like, uh, he's like showing you how to not shoot, and he keeps trying to shoot wrong and keeps scoring, huh. uh, and he's like, well, you know, it's, it's me,
3: it's a, <laughs> There's a great documentary about Larry Bird and Magic Johnson for basketball fans to watch. I think Mm -hmm. it's a... The one that just came out? No, it's a few years ago. It's amazing.
1: All right, so this says, As per tradition, the Golden Raspberry Awards were held the day before the Academy Awards unfold. The anti-Oscar ceremony, which hands out gongs for the most notoriously bad films and performances for the past year, saw the former basketball player receive the honor... Of winning the worst actor gong for his turn in Space Jam: A New Legacy, I will like to say that uh, if you want to do this, do the the Halle Berry thing and actually accept the award in person, like she mm. did for Catwoman. I think mm. it was for Catwoman. Oh, that um, definitely. She, she, you know, she owned it. She lived up to mm-hmm. it. She goes, you know what? Yeah. I made a bad movie and that happens. One of the things about being an actor isn't, of course, I don't really consider him an actor. That's not not. his fault. That's not his fault though. I I do prefer Michael Jordan to him any day of the week. But uh, is that you have to be extremely vulnerable to do what they do for a living. Mm -hmm. So having a sense of humor about something that whether the performance was considered good or not can be very, not traumatic, but you have to be very emotionally invested in something to then have a bunch of other people judge you on your, on your, performance so i understand yeah. where a lot of like the uh the sensitivity to to bad reviews comes from even mm-hmm. if i think that if you're being paid a, a boatload of money you should learn to be professional even if yeah. it is uh emotionally investing to do all this stuff this mm-hmm.
3: is the same guy who's had people thrown out of a court for you know just heckling him yes so he's a very thin skin <laughs> he's got a very thin skin so it says james who played a fictionalized version of himself
1: in the live action animation hybrid opposite the likes of bugs bunny and daffy duck and uh, not to mention uh, lola bunny being totally um
2: she's sexified
1: de-sexified, which is just
2: wrong she's more butch and i don't appreciate that he didn't include like his real like family in it so i didn't believe that the kid actor. There is like no Dad, did
1: Jordan
3: included. They were not, his it, not
2: his it wasn't, but like they had more chemistry. Like um, yeah. this kid that they hired to play LeBron's son, like he didn't have that much chemistry with him. He was like, No, Dad, I do not want to play basketball. I, I not, want to program.
1: I do not Ugh. want to, to play basketball, Ugh. Dad. Did, did you guys uh did you guys ever hear the conspiracy theory that the reason Michael Jordan went and played baseball is because he was like suspended for gambling? I heard that. Yeah, that's yeah. funny. That's like that, like that. He got. Ca- I, I think that that theory came out around the same time that like Wayne Gretzky got in trouble for it, but Wayne Gretzky was already retired. Interesting. And there was just an NFL player this year who got suspend or got like a big suspension for betting on his team in a game, but it was while he was uh, injured, mm-hmm. so he wasn't even able to contribute to the score of the game. I've never understood the logic of not being allowed to bet if you bet on yourself. Right. Like,
2: well, I- because you that skews the odds. They want it a fair game.
1: I uh, suppose if you're going by odds, you can't um I'm saying if you're betting against yourself and then you do poorly on purpose, that's one thing. Yeah. But mm-hmm. if right. you bet for yourself to win and you and win, you win. Uh, but if, it, if we're talking point spread, you could yeah. be, yeah. Okay. I, yeah, all right. I yeah. talked myself through my own, uh, my go. own question. There questions. you go. Logic.
2: <laughs> he's big brain energy.
1: Big brain energy. I got, I got this. So it says, uh, uh also know, uh, who, who's the French, uh, skunk, the skunk. None of him either. Pepe Pepe Le Pew. Le Pew. Pepe Blue. He is, he's, he's creepy. not allowed to, he's not allowed to, he's kicked out because he's creepy. Yeah. Uh, so they say, so Oh, says, okay.
2: But okay, then like, that's
3: just their culture.
1: Speedy, but, G- Speedy Gonzalez was brought back, though, by, by the power of the uh, Hispanic community. Loves Speedy Gonzalez so much. They, they tried yeah. to cancel him back mm-hmm. in the day, yeah. and they're like, no,
3: bring him right. back. I'm, I'm happy Aunt Jemima was in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> but
2: also, I just want to make a complaint. <laughs> Have you guys ever watched Total Drama Island? Mm-mm.
3: i never even heard of it.
2: Okay, well, it's a Canadian-produced um, cartoon, but they had you it on... You lost me. Hear me out. It's really Man, good.
1: Man, between... Hit- <laughs> so what? So Chris Carr hates... British people. British people he hates Canadian people this is just a house of hate and I will not stand for it
2: okay but hear me out it was on Cartoon Network which is an American broadcast cartoon station where you can watch all of it but basically it makes fun of reality TV show and this is where I think Hollywood is double standards because they're in season five There was like a crazy girl that was really obsessed with this one boy named Cody and she wouldn't leave him alone it was kind of like Peppa Le Pew but a tall black woman yeah Interesting. Mm -hmm. So there's like weird doubles.
1: Is there a (laughs) way? Do people actually? Do people named Cody ever actually become adults? I feel like if your name is Cody, you just Mm -hmm. stay a teenager forever. Mm. Hey,
2: my. That's a
3: really good point.
2: Maybe. Do you know any adult Cody's? Yeah, my ex.
3: Oh really? (laughs) Yeah, I didn't know. Was he a, a man boy?
2: No, he was in the Marines okay so okay. i'm just picturing
1: his drill sergeant yelling at him what kind of name is cody yeah yeah what are you a puppy is, is cody short for something
2: <laughs> no it's actually cody on his driver's license because i was hmm. like can i can i see your wallet so i can pay for something he's like sure honey
3: it turns out your biggest fan is a person named cody and he's and 40.
2: they're all just <laughs> yeah. say, um,
3: fuck you
2: <laughs> no see brett you ruined it for me i don't discriminate gets names i have a friend named kayla and she's like that name is like for a five-year-old
1: I don't get it because it's Kayla's a- just a normal name. Yeah, it is a normal name. Well,
2: she feels like it's like a baby's name. Because Kaylee, maybe. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm.
2: I don't know. Like for her, her argument with her name, she wants to change it because like she feels like it's very childish. She's oh. like, I can't grow into it nah. because
3: it could be worse. It could be Cody.
2: Come on! What's I, wrong with Cody? I, I
1: think I'm only saying it because of Agent Cody Banks. So <laughs> I mean, it's just okay. We're getting off topic. We're going to go back yeah, to space jam 2. So he got to, he got nominated for for this award and then he won this award. He says uh, it still wasn't the biggest. Oh yeah, it's a Netflix's Diana the musical mm-hmm. won like five uh, or something like a lot of right. Razzies. So, but uh, I was I found this interesting because he didn't just win. For worst actor, he won for worst couple uh, or, or, or something. If I, yeah. if I remember correctly, worst, like uh, um,
3: romance or something. Yeah, so it, chemistry. I mean,
1: I, he just you know he, he doesn't seem like a dude who has much chemistry with people yeah, like uh, no. the, he just he always comes off standoffish he does uh,
3: switch his teams quite yeah. often so
1: so chemistry so... isn't important to him because yeah. it's all about him mm-hmm. uh, we have this other article it says LeBron James wins Razzie for worst actor for Space Jam joins these NBA legends so he is not uh, alone mm-hmm. he is in good company Says it says, uh, it says uh, during the 42nd G- uh, Golden Raspberry Awards better known as the Razzies Space Jam A New Legacy came away with three of its four nominations Kim James King James took home the award for worst actor, while the film won awards for worst screen combo. James with any Warner Brothers character or product, it really was awful. It was it was just huge product placement.
3: This is like my my theme probably throughout the day today is how anti industry I am. Yeah, dude. And and this is a prime example. Like, so I I love the original Space Jam. I have very clear memories of seeing it for the first time in a theater with my parents. That had three writers, right, yep. and a one director who was uh, oh, his last name is Pitka, I believe you say, and that guy directed. Michael Jackson videos, he did Mm. Dirty Diana. Um, Great, great stuff. Space Jam 2 had 14 writers
1: yeah that's, it's writing by committee you're yeah. it's like uh, now they don't just have writers they have sensitivity ra- readers right. they have mm-hmm. they have people have to make sure you're not offending everyone yeah. this is the corporatization of these industries and it means it's everything feels soulless right everything feels empty
3: corporate imagination
1: yes there's well, a vacuum it's uh, which is uh, not really a thing corporate imagination is an oxymoron yes. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so it says uh, the film which was nominated for worst picture losing to Diana the musical was an adaptation of of Michael Jordan's original Space Jam even though Space Jam a New Legacy earned 162 million dollars at the box office it was met with poor reviews by critics do you know how bad something has to be to be this corporate and still get a bad review by critics mm. very 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 bad yeah so yeah. it says uh King James joins Shaq and Rodman first of all i want to advocate that Dennis Rodman is a national hero love Dennis Rodman um he's he, he uh, he's probably prevented world war 3 on at least <laughs> two you. or three occasions yes so, when 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 if he doesn't win the Nobel Peace Prize someday...
3: We need to start that petition. Yes. Rodman uh, needs that.
1: He does. So, it says, Space Jam, A New Legacy, has a $150 million budget, and despite subpar acting by James, Don Cheadle is the villain. <laughs> uh, Don Cheadle is the villain, Saved the film. James joins the NBA legends, legends Dennis Rodman and Shaquille O'Neal for getting Razzie Award nominations. Rodman won three Razzie's for his appearance in 97's Double Team, including Worst New Star, Worst Supporting Actor, and Shaq got it for uh, Steele. But did, the question is, has anybody seen Blue Chips?
4: Oh, God.
2: What's Is, it, is it the funny cop movie? No,
1: that's... No, no. That that's, <laughs> Sorry. <that's, laughs> I think she just means chips. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Close.
3: Which one's blue chip?
1: Uh, it's from '96. It was a basketball movie. Uh, I, va- it, it, I think it came I out have. at the same time. It, it was a yeah. It's a, that was a, my earliest memories of Shaq were in that movie. Uh, very very long time ago. Shazam. Uh, no no not not quite the same thing as uh, the Mandela effect with the <laughs> right. shazam, Kazam right. Shazam all that, right. that stuff, but. I mean, Shaquille O'Neal, man. Give the guy a break. Guy's amazing. He's also, he's kind of like Keanu. I, I, I compare him to Keanu Reeves, except for he likes the attention a little bit more than Keanu Reeves does. Yeah. Which I, in today's day and age where everybody needs attention when talking about this stuff, I guess I don't really fault him for that yeah. uh, the same. But I, I don't think that LeBron James should uh, look to acting when he's done. He's very, no. been very successful in business, Uh, He's been very successful with, uh, um, you know, being on Twitter. As much as I hate his tweets, he's very successful doing that. Mm -hmm. As much as I might not like the stuff he says, stick to what you're good at. uh, Improve those skills. I
3: would have liked a different route if Mm -hmm. they did Space Jam 2. Like, I don't mind the sequel. It's cool. I, I know Jordan rejected doing it, which made Pitka reject doing it, directing it. And if you were going to do it, my idea was maybe go a different route where mm-hmm. instead of trying to get the biggest star in the NBA, mm-hmm. like maybe get someone else in the NBA. Like I I, I really like Giannis. Yeah. I can never say his last name right. Antakumpo. Yeah. Um, the Greek god, they call him. Yep. Yeah. Like he would be perfect. I don't know how he's acting. He, I would think he'd be a lot better or, than, than this guy.
2: Or if you want to be controversial, get Kim Jong-un because his best friend is a basketball player.
3: That's right. Kim Jong-un mm-hmm. and Rodman. Yep. Space Kyrie Irving. Space Jam Three.
2: Uh, Kyrie Irving. Let's have him in the sidelines. Nope. <laughs> Kyrie Irving. <laughs> okay, being... And there's
3: no Bill Murray. Yeah. Which we which was a, a huge thing for Space Jam yep. One. So there's no. Is there no like Bill Murray type character? No, in they this? don't have any. Did you um, even watch it or no? No.
2: Okay. So yeah. So basically. Everything that you love from the first phase uh, Space Jam movies, they erased that yeah. and just did it technology based.
3: Yeah, it's like in the, the subverse or the server verse they call <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah,
2: because um, John Cheadle, his character is like an AI. Okay. And like he's like, I'm gonna steal your son and like should have face- gotten
1: Terrence Howard to do that role. Yeah. Oh yeah.
2: I don't That's know. Sweet. But
1: I, I get more bad guy vibes from Terrence Howard Terrence than House I do from Don bad Cheadle guy.
3: than mm-hmm. than Don Cheadle. Also, was there a good soundtrack for Space Jam too? No. I don't even no. know. Space Jam original soundtrack? really good I hit him high hit him high yep. oh it's a great song the Monstars theme oh mm-hmm. yes great. Coolio Method yes. yeah. Man Buster mm-hmm. Rhymes LL yep
2: we can't, uh, we can't you know LL
1: Cool about... J came up with the term goat really oh yeah I did hear uh, that yes yeah. I mean I don't know if that's somebody have to fact check me on that and but this that's, is also that's what I've heard
3: I'll do a little sidebar for you guys you might have already talked about this week but since it happened I think in the last week push a T we all know Pusha T yes, the rapper. Yes. Do, you yep. guys, do you guys talk about the Arby's yep. thing? No, no. no so he wrote yet. like a diss track for Arby's against McDonald's. I saw that. Do you know the history we of him and McDonald's? Pusha T and his brother uh Malice wrote I'm loving it. No
4: McDonald's. way.
3: Yeah. Really? Yeah. Um a little tidbit there. That's for you guys.
1: So they wrote jingles before?
3: I don't know if they wrote jingles they wrote that one though that's, okay so yeah
1: not think, the phrase but the the oh song shit, Brett was i right. they, they, he the did jingle. the <laughs> jingle they might have done what? the jingle
2: the ll cool j because yeah. i wanted to fact check you yeah it was in 2000.
1: well i know no i'm, I'm saying he said it i don't <laughs> know if that's like just because he said it does not mean he no he up. got credit for he, it okay yeah,
3: i i've heard that yeah, yeah. he got credit so for
1: like it. it's I'm, i was actually i was actually more or less asking you to fact check LL Cool J then fact yeah. check me because I'm just <laughs> I'm just saying what he said. Yeah. Well, he, it says yeah.
2: right here in 2000, LL Cool J helped popularize the word um, as a definition for greatest when he released his album title Goat. Oh, perfect. Yeah, so great. he got credit for it.
3: Great.
1: Good for. I love LL Cool J. Mm-hmm. I do too.
3: Great. He had great shows.
1: Yeah.
4: He's, he's, he's a great actor. He's still on TV. He's
1: doing yeah. it, He still does NCIS Los yep. Angeles.
3: Yep. So, oh,
4: he's the
1: man. So yeah, uh, I think it is time to move on to a, a slightly. Well, I guess the first topic wasn't happy, Mm -hmm. but uh, this one is is more like, I felt something when I read this. Um, This is Doja Cat says, everything is dead to me. Music is dead. Appears to quit music. And I I felt this, um, and I'll explain why. But basically it says, I'm, uh, I'm an effing fool for ever thinking I was made for this. She tweeted, I imagine that, that is a very common thing to think about when mm-hmm. you're like, uh, in a very high stress job where yep. you're like, it's maybe it's everything you ever worked for, but now mm-hmm. you have to like live up to those expectations that you set your for yourself. Yep. Uh, and this comes off to me as just stress. Mm-hmm. Like she's venting stress, like, but not in the most productive way. Yeah. Uh, one that her record label I'm sure will not like. Right. Right. So right. it says, uh, uh, Doja Cat appeared, uh, re- ready to quit her music career on Thursday, March 24th, uh, in a series of tweets in which the 26-year-old singer expressed her frustration, going so far as to change her Twitter handle to the pointed, I quit. Uh... Uh, it's gone and I don't give an F anymore I effing quit I can't wait to effing disappear and I don't need you to believe in me anymore Doja then wrote the in the early morning hours of Friday everything is dead to me music is dead and I'm an effing fool forever thinking I was made for this effing nightmare unfollow me the tweet was dictated uh, directed at three people including NBC Sports Telemundo Sports production assistant Robert Rojas uh, after Doja tweeted I'm sorry in response to a tweet that called her public enemy number one Rojas, uh, Rojas uh, replied with Doja you're not going to win in this fight against the Para- Paraguayans. Um so basically what happened was she was like uh she was there for a show yep. uh that got rained out. Uh or like or no, it was like even bigger. There was like an even bigger storm than that. So it says Doja headlining set at Paraguays. I don't know how to pronounce this word. Uh CEO. Asuncion- that sounds good.
2: Um where where are you at, bud? Top well. Sorry. <laughs> okay, I got it. Now. Yeah,
1: I don't know how to pronounce that. Um, this, so it was a festival okay, On March 22nd It was cancelled After the country Suffered intense flooding uh, Caused by a major storm Miley Cyrus That was uh, Miley Cyrus Was also impacted By the flooding in Paraguay This also had her She got like Her plane got hit by lightning really? On the way to that show Whoa. So it seems like It was just kind of doomed From the beginning Yep um so yeah so and then she made up for her fans by making a bathtub video because it's 2022 and and dignity is a thing of the past whatever I don't care that's that's and, what I do I'm assuming she I had clothes I'm assuming she had clothes on while yeah. she did that so she I I I, did God yeah. well was, I see I said that as like a joke <laughs> oh, but then my my very libertarian I don't care what she does with her free like it doesn't bother me yeah uh as long as like I mean maybe they put like an age restriction on that so like 11 year olds aren't watching Miley Cyrus in a bathtub I yeah. don't know yeah um so it says uh, a short time after Doja's tweet uh, About quitting Doja added This shit ain't for me So I'm out Y'all take care A follow up tweet Directed at Rojas added I moved on I'm just gonna let everybody be mad As well I'm not taking pictures again With anybody else After this tour And they go on And so there's all these tweets From people there
4: mm-hmm.
1: um, Where it's uh, like uh, From people in the area It says Uh, What was the one I was looking for here? I like this one from the guy says, RIP my mentions. Like, you know, if you're a celebrity and you mention someone, you're screwed. That person's screwed because all their fans are going to go after you. Yeah. Um, but it says, uh, so he, the guy says, you're not going to win this fight against the Paraguayans. But then, uh, this one says, it's kind of sad that it says, I'm not taking pictures with anybody again, anybody else after this tour. And she, in the re- response says, it's kind of sad though. Cause if you handled this situation, uh, if you handled this situation like this, I can imagine this happening again and again with other countries. And then this, and then she says, "I don't think, uh, I don't think I gave Brazil a good show, a good enough show tonight, and all uh, at all. And I'm sorry, but thank you guys for coming out. I effing love you. And thank God we're we have another show tomorrow. I promise I'll do better. It just sounds like somebody under like an insane amount of stress to yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Aren't
2: th- their job's like extra stressful because they have to worry about security, how many people they sold tickets to, well, and then like recently with like um Travis Scott."
1: Yep. Uh, I (laughs) mean I don't know if that's really her responsibility to worry about Uh, her it's her job to put on a good performance but it's just like uh, when something like this happens and you're not getting enough sleep Mm because you're traveling all over the all over the world uh, you hold yourself to a very high standard when you do performances like this Mm -hmm. Uh, and when you don't live up to it it can be very frustrating we do shows like this five days a week and even I get upset at myself Mm -hmm. when a show doesn't go as well as I would have thought Uh, I can imagine that it's about quadruple that when it's something like this where lots of people have paid money and come much here but also this comes across a lot of these fans who are upset mm-hmm. that she wouldn't perform as kind of like a entitlement like yeah. uh, from both sides on one hand you want her to be humble mm-hmm. and yeah. understand that she uh she has a responsibility to finish her tour dates yep. on the other hand you can't make her do anything i don't even know where to go with something like this it just sounds to me like somebody who's uh, been through a lot
3: and is uh, lashing out i think she's saying very serious things Quite flippantly. Yes. And that's kind of like an extension of her whole persona, right? Like she she says shit like this all the time. I don't think she's very serious about it. I no, not at all. I think she's upset in the moment. I get it. It's also the absurd. It's like an absurd view into uh, Twitter and how like she's quitting or she says she's quitting after someone tweeted a picture of her being public enemy number one. Mm-hmm. And that person had 14 followers, right? <laughs> like she's up against the industry of music and also someone with 14 followers.
1: Well, what then the, the problem is is that people report on stuff like this and then somebody with 14 followers says something spicy and that becomes news. Right. When it's not it's not. We're falling into that same trap by talking... I mean, we're we're commenting because she chose to respond right. to the person with 14 followers. Right. But the average publication that writes these articles sees that person with 14 followers writing something the same as somebody with a massive platform uh, if they can use it to
3: uh, stoke flames for an article. Yeah, I'm not so mad at, at that because I kind of like the insight into... Maybe it's just a troll who made up that that account just to troll someone like Doja. But like, it's also interesting for me to see this insight into like major celebrity and someone on the celebrity cast scale all the way at the bottom, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. fighting. When it comes to news, like a real news thing about, you know, something big in the news, I do get upset seeing like a tweet being used yeah. as the news. Because it's not news. Because that's not news. But when mm-hmm. it's entertainment, it is kind of fun to talk and yeah. see what everyone thinks about these things.
1: Well, I'm saying, and my point is that it wouldn't have been news if she would have just not responded and just left it alone. Just yeah. been gone. And just left it alone. A lot of these people can't. But she, they she don't could. know how to leave it alone. She wouldn't. They don't know how to leave it alone. I also think this is karma for the song "Get Into It," which I absolutely hate. Um, I don't. Just, I don't uh, even know what that uh, is. It's it's uh if you TikTok or Instagram, you're forced to. Li- you've been forced to listen to it uh, a lot of times. So okay. consider yourself lucky. Um, but I, just, I like
3: her though. Like, I like she's,
1: like she's uh, she's saucy, as they say. I think she's interesting. She's, she's got a very interesting personality. I think she's interesting. Um, she's got
3: great live visuals. Yep, like she's mm-hmm. actually really good at live performances.
1: So, it says, according to screenshots of the since deleted post, oh, oh, this is the part that I also wanted to make clear. This is from the second article from the Daily Mail. If you go down, it says, despite the star's pledge to quit her career, a source told TMZ on Friday that she is still planning to play a concert in Brazil this evening and is quote. Looking forward to it. So I mean, Twitter's not real. Twitter's not the real world. Uh, somebody needs to put that on a shirt. Yes. Twitter's not the real
2: we world. We can make that shirt. We yeah.
3: uh, somebody should. I mean, that's uh, Jessica. Somebody...
2: Do you hear this? Yes. I know you watch Dude, this. This
3: is the same woman who got kind, con- or maybe mostly popular off a of video of her dancing as a cow. Yes. Right. She's I, she's hilarious. Yep. She doesn't take this as seriously as I think mm-hmm. we are taking her.
1: The, but the problem is, like, uh, this is why publicists were a thing right in yeah. the before the age of social media everything you said was carefully curated to right. make sure that your public image uh remained if not spotless yeah. uh on brand with what you're doing yeah uh and something like this uh i see this as like okay she says she's going to quit what does this do to ticket holders who have bought tickets for pr- for further events right now they're wondering am i going to get my show right. now they're going to now she's putting undue
3: stress on the workers at those companies do you think it's do you think we're worse off without the publicist
1: um That's a very interesting question. Uh, If you're smart enough to pay attention to what people actually say rather than um, what they want you to believe, uh, you're probably better off with them the way they are now. But I think that they
3: do. I think the celebrities are worse off than they ever were before. I think celebrities of the old school Hollywood don't know how to interact with the real world without a publicist anymore.
1: That's uh, I. Depends on who I'd have to go by a person by person example yeah. of that mm-hmm. um, yeah. But in general uh, the new in most new celebrities I, I don't get the feeling it, just because they know how to use technology does not mean they're not detached from the world Oh, at no hand for sure. Uh, for you sure. saw the stuff Sean Penn was saying yesterday. De- yes detached from yes. the world They're all detached from the world. They are detached so it says uh, heavy rainstorms in Paraguay in the Paraguayan capital of uh, Asuncion, so I, I must have been fairly close to that. I have no idea if that's pronounced. I didn't take Spanish in high school. I took sign language. I apologize. Okay.
2: Well, uh, well Mar- um, the state that we're in, it's pretty much fine. Okay, Could take sign language because there's so many deaf people here. We're number. That's one not.
1: But the, the point probably. is, I don't know how to speak Spanish. Is what I'm saying here. That's
3: not what I'm saying. I'd, it's
2: fine. Shane, uh, did you you're take fired. S- <laughs> you're... I took
3: I took like 12 years of Spanish and I know hola.
2: <laughs> that's it. Yeah. I took three years. Como esta? I took three years and people are surprised I know how to read Spanish better than speaking it. That's funny.
1: Problem is, I took sign language in first period, so I was sleeping most oh, of the time. Nothing's and it's very hard when you can't see what people are signing. Yeah. See, what
2: happened to the school system? None yep. of us...
1: Don't go, go to public schools, ladies and gentlemen. Homeschool. Uh, your kids. Montessori, all the way. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, in response to the claims, Doja wrote this. is Yeah, so, the, the deleted, so she deleted these posts, so theoretically her agent called her up and said, yo... Delete that shit before something bad happens. Uh, it said, um, it said let that... S- okay, I want to go back to that one before. Um, the deleted post now includes, there was a storm in Paraguay. The show got canceled. When I left the, the next morning, there wasn't one person outside the hotel the hell, hotel waiting for me. Let that sink in. I regret spending all that time I did getting ready for, for that day for the show. I've been busting my ass to put uh, to put on for you guys. God bless responding to fans in another removed post Doja said music is dead and I asked to be unfollowed so she's fuming and uh the,
3: I don't know what, what I think it's the artists who really care this much about their art that tend to say stuff like this yeah. like Lil mm-hmm. Wayne threatened to quit a million times yeah. she never did and I at one point Lil Wayne to me was one of the best rappers alive yeah like I think and I really th- I don't really like everything Doja does mm-hmm. or her. I don't think her lyrics are always great But I think she's a really interesting artist. Yep. Yeah. Like, I really do like her live performances. They're visually stunning. um, And I think she's important. Mm -hmm.
1: Uh, I I agree
3: 100%
1: that in a world where people can just collect a paycheck once they get to a certain pay grade. Yeah. uh, She doesn't have to care. She just needs to put on the performances and, and care enough to look like she's in the moment while she's giving the performance. Uh, Somebody who's actually uh, either a perfectionist or somebody who really uh, has become invested in their work. will have uh, episodes like that. It's lady. It happened to
3: Lady Gaga at a certain point where the industry chewed her up and Mm -hmm. spit her out. Like they do this. uh, The industry does this to almost every artist who comes, who gets this big. um, Like, it's, I think it's a, it sucks. It sucks.
1: Comments down here saying attention grabbing. I don't think it's that. Uh, I, I, I don't. I, don't I think it's a byproduct of it. I
3: think that's the journalist uh, projecting onto mm-hmm. her. Well, that
1: was that wasn't them. That was a com- I was reading the comments. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> it's, it's that like comment you are projecting. Um, yeah. So uh, I, I do think that uh, I, I don't th- see that as attention seeking. I would say for somebody who actually cares about what they're doing, uh, it would be an expression of
3: frustration over the way things are going. And like mm-hmm. I, I, from what I've read about her, is like this is. A, a young woman who would spend time like downloading free beats off YouTube and SoundCloud yeah. and just teaching herself to rap. Like she is her art, right? Mm-hmm. So a lot of these people are so divorced from the art because they have like Space Jam too, a, a room full of writers to make everything sound what they think is perfect. Mm-hmm. um And I don't know if that's fully the case with her. Do you right? think
2: they're calling her attention seeking because her dad is? um She's a daughter. I'm assuming that's her. Yeah, her dad was like um, a, a famous a writer,
3: self- um musician.
2: Oh, okay. I right. thought, no, it says right here he was a fam- iconic South African actor.
3: Oh, actor. Mm-hmm. Right, okay. Yeah. So,
2: do you think they're saying that because she came from a woe-off family? No. Uh,
3: she I, claims to have no relationship with him. Yeah. And he claims that that's wrong. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know.
4: Eh. I, I don't <laughs> see, it I see it as that i see as just
1: people uh anytime somebody blows up on twitter they tend to make it uh about them being so and i think most of the time it is self-obsession i think it is narcissism in this case uh it looks to me more like a, an emotionally uh she's emotionally distraught over the the way things are going with her actual work and mm-hmm. the yeah. more somebody cares about their actual work the happier i am so yeah that feels uh less like a celebrity and more like somebody who actually cares about the art right mm-hmm. so yeah. She's that like, was, think of the kids. That's yeah, well, the people That's
3: who are it. coming to see the show, yeah. right? Bitch, uh, I'm a cow. <laughs> yeah. Say that again. Bitch, I'm a cow.
2: We have to make that into a shirt now. Just Shane saying
1: that. <laughs> it's, a <sound> <laughs> it's a sound bite. We'll use that tomorrow. All
2: right. Everybody make that into a gif.
1: Yes. Uh I'm a cow. Uh I'm not saying bitch, I'm a cow. I just said. Oh, bitch, I'm a cow. You oh, just uh, did. Um done. I did. Uh all right. Can Taika Watiti say uh, no, oh. uh, says, says the quiet part out loud, uh, or at least that's my interpretation of this. Uh, I don't think he actually meant that that, that way, but this is, uh, it, it's very weird how, how um, devoid of, uh, of self-awareness most of these people are mm-hmm. in this mm-hmm. industry. And I do have a very strong criticism in here uh, about modern culture and something that he says at the end of this article that I think he's, uh, he's got 110% wrong and I do think has the possibility of one day coming back to bite him. So it says uh, Hollywood director and star Taika Waititi jokingly told a room full of publicists on Friday that celebs are quote annoying and immature idiots while poking fun at his own tabloid-ready escapades, he is hundred and ten percent right that mm-hmm. most celebrities are annoying and immature idiots. Mm-hmm. Uh Waititi at the Oscar uh, as the Oscar winner behind Jojo Rabbit and director of Marvel's recent Thor uh, franchise, uh, seemingly can do seemingly do no wrong in showbiz. He is on somewhat of a hot streak. That is definitely true. He has been uh, enjoying his success off screen, making headlines for a three-way smooching session. Last year with girlfriend that Rita Ora and is Tessa my Thompson. my least
3: favorite phrase, I'm sorry. Yep, I, I love it,
1: smooching. <laughs> uh, and Tessa Thompson in a Sydney balcony after an all-night party at his mansion. The New Zealander told a ballroom of, high, of high-powered PR folks at the 59th Annual ICG Publicist Awards on Friday that he was honored. I really like you guys. You guys are helping me out with a lot of, uh, a lot of shit. Uh, big thank you, big thank you. He joked uh, from the stage of his spin doctors, remember that time I was... Uh, I don't want to have to talk about that. We don't have to talk about that. The fact that I'm not allowed back in that hotel... So the funny thing is that we just mentioned publicists in the segment before here. Mm-hmm. This is like, somebody needs to make a shirt for them that says, where the hell are all the publicists? Where, where are they? Yep. Because they seem to celebrities seem to have no problem acting uh, uh, out, especially on Twitter. Maybe they don't need publicists all the time, but they definitely need publicists on Twitter. Mm-hmm. These people should not be running their own Twitter page. Uh, it's just a disaster I zone. I like seeing the real them.
3: Uh, it's, as uh, bad as it might mm-hmm. be, and it's, as good as it might be. It's as,
2: uh, well, I love Teka more now. Uh, Ever Since he said that, see, I
3: wait. Which part? The, from this article? Mm-hmm. Okay.
2: So it says, uh,
1: carrying on uh, with the with the kidding. We think he added. How did how did you find me in that hotel? I've always wondered that. I've never told anyone I was going there, but you found me at the at ten in the morning. Incredible. I love you guys. I didn't want to leave. I didn't want to leave. I'm a little bit angry. The free guy actor said that the that for poor PR pros, famous clients are very frustrating for asking their beleaguered flax questions like, "Can we get a plus eighteen to the, Can we get a plus eighteen to that party tonight?" Mm-hmm. Uh, I get it, we're annoying, he said. Hollywood is already a city full of immature idiots, and you are all a bunch of hardworking, patient parents. So my main criticism to this is these are the same people who also virtue signal constantly and tell you how you're supposed to behave mm-hmm. uh, in the world today and have a lot to say about very serious topics like sociopolitical issues, mm-hmm. what's going on in our culture. Yeah. Yet at the same time, they can all laugh and joke about how they're also very immature idiots. Yeah, I see a disconnect there.
3: I I love Taika Waititi as a writer. Like, I loved Thor Ragnarok. Mm -hmm. I loved um, what we do in the shadows. I loved Jojo Rabbit. Mm. And but when i hear this type of monologue all i hear is someone like cosplaying yeah. as if he's yeah. mocking the industry from within
1: it's it's like we were talking about at the baftas when you're allowed to make fun of people but only certain people right uh not like ricky they're trying to do ricky exactly. gervais without being ricky That's gervais exactly what i was just gonna say it's uh, it's it's kind of like we're seeing with bill maher uh is yeah. like the it, i i feel a pendulum swinging back the other way yeah. like they're realizing that people don't want don't like them they they want the everyman they right. don't want they, they want people that can uh, one of the greatest things that hollywood ever did for themselves and then they ended up ruining it was on one of the late night shows i don't remember which one that didn't mean tweets mm-hmm. okay
3: jimmy kimmel uh, jimmy
1: okay yeah. that was the best thing they could have done for themselves because yeah. they allowed themselves to have the piss taken out of the uh, yep. out of their own actions yep. uh, but then it got bad when they would start like clapping back i'm like nobody wants to see a rich yeah. Vapid yeah. Hollywood celebrity with millions of followers clap back at Joe Schmo fifteen Unless on Twitter. It was mm-hmm. funny. It I, no, cause there were a few funny clapbacks. I, I don't care if they're they're funny. I'm saying if they, <laughs> okay, I'm talking man. from their image. Right. If they want that, like yeah, sure, they're funny. But they have the platform. The other person yeah. just said on social media. This person saying it on live television. Yeah. Uh, and plus it was written for them. It's not like I don't buy for a second that any of those clapbacks were found in the moment. Yeah. You don't think that these people with their millions of dollars and their publicists uh, didn't curate
3: which ones were going to be read about them. I, I, I had a certain point. I thought maybe those mean tweets were written by Kimmel's staff. Could be. Yeah. Absolutely could have been. Yeah.
1: Um, but I'm just saying that, like, that that was good for them. It yeah. was good for oh, them for sure. to seem as if they had a sense of humor. Yep. But now, increasingly, they don't have a sense of humor. Uh, yeah. And not, I feel like the the ones who are Ahead of the curve, meaning your Bill Mars, your I would say Ricky Gervais. Ricky's just, beyond that. Um, but the the smart ones are going yeah. to
3: start pulling back
1: and being like, look at us, we're so out of See, touch. When
3: taika does it, it just seems kind of flat to me and he's yeah. like, We're still buddies. When Ricky does it, it's like I don't give a shit about yeah. you and I'm going to say things that are gonna make you squirm. Yeah. Right? Exactly. Which I really, really, really like.
1: Yep. But that's that 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 type of intellectual honesty in that industry is almost unheard of. Yeah. Yeah, totally. um, so when you see other imitations of it it's not going to come out like i said the at the baptist they made fun of celebrities like jk rowling because she's a celebrity that's on the approved list acceptable of people you can target she's an acceptable target yeah, yeah. Uh, until you can start making fun of everybody without yep. fear of repercussions yep. which you
4: cannot
1: nope not right now. Nope. Uh, don't come at me with your supposedly organic um, self-deprecating uh, humor. I don't buy it. Yep. So it says, however, I do need to talk about this party I want, uh, I want to go to this weekend. It's got a good gift bag, he quipped after Sunday. <laughs> uh, I was reading something about like the, the Oscars or the BAFTA gift bags had like $10,000 vacations in them. Oh, nice. And then they wonder why like people hate them. Yeah. Like yeah. In, in the age where they're going to tell you to go buy an electric car. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Please um, bite Love me. It. Love it. Um, I, I also want to point out. Okay, Okay, yeah, so he won for I haven't seen reservation dogs, but I've heard I it's very either. good. Um Uh, I want to point out that uh, the the thing at the end, so it says, when Alana mangled the word indelible from the events teleprompter, she joked from the stage, I don't know how to say that word. I went to an arts high school. I like that. That was Mm -hmm. fun. But this is here at the end. It says, as far as that kiss with Aura and Thompson was concerned, Watiti Watiti previously told the Sydney Morning Herald, I think in a world of the internet, everything goes away pretty quickly. uh, And also, is it that big of a deal? No, not really. I was doing nothing wrong. It's fine you were absolutely doing something wrong. Mm -hmm. You were the director of that film And every day, we hear stories about actresses who were quote-unquote coerced into behavior that they were feeling uncomfortable doing because they wanted part of a role in a movie. This may not be happening to you now. This is absolutely something that could happen to you in the future.
3: So, Brett is saying basically that Taika Waititi is the next Harvey Weinstein. I'm, (laughs)
1: I'm saying that this type of behavior is not without its consequences. Totally. We talked about, I said, I was talking about all these celebrities who who are now, who flaunt their appearance, mm-hmm. who, then you look at a Diane Kruger who says, I felt like a piece of meat right. when I had to go in costume to do Troy. Right. If they can make an article out of that, yep. the hit pieces that could come out of this in yep. 10 years when Tessa yep. Thompson decides, maybe I didn't like yep. doing that for that role. Uh, maybe he says something that pisses her off mm-hmm. five years from now.
3: Mm-hmm. And suddenly she thinks, was I being coerced? This is the cycle of Hollywood. Anyone who's on a hot streak yes. will in a few years time not be on that streak and then be public enemy number one like Doja Cat's meme from the last segment. It mm-hmm. shows a lack of
1: thinking ahead. It shows a certain amount of arrogance that they think it can't happen to me. Right. Um, you, his, his... And she, and Tessa Thompson is not... Uh, uh, she's... Fairly feminist and very yeah. uh, pro-social justice. Yep. So this is something that could absolutely come out later that she was. Totally. Uh, uh, so like if this had happened with some model from yeah then yeah, whatever. But right. this is somebody in your industry who is going to in 10 years, pardon my French, hit the wall. Yeah. I apologize. It's a thing. I didn't come up with the rules. Somebody else made the rules. You, she will, she will, she won't get the roles she wants anymore. She's going to complain about having to play mom. That's always the one. It's like I have to. I only get to play moms, uh, uh, hot people when I'm young, and then moms when I'm older. uh, As if there's as if there's some weird middle ground where you get to play what vapid wine aunt that's younger mm-hmm. than the mom yep. i don't know but the point <laughs> is that they're going to get upset with the way things are going for them and then the attention create that the, the mm-hmm. attention crack will start going off and she, and they will start thinking and i'm not saying that this is what will happen with yeah. her i'm saying that this is a familiar
3: cycle that's, that we will see over and over but again. hopefully this cycle is breaking because mm-hmm. the industry is in decay and maybe, I'm going to try to be optimistic because this is rare, okay. maybe that, that cycle will break and we will not turn to this um, victim this currency of victimhood anymore he
1: he should consider himself so lucky if that's what happens yeah. in this case um i i just see this as like when you think of what the, when they talk about weinstein mm-hmm. when they talk about these directors who quote unquote took advantage of this a yeah. lot of them did they did horrible shit yeah. to these women oh yeah but a lot of it was you made the choice to say you know to sacrifice your Uh, your soul Mm -hmm. uh, for a role in a movie which is awful abhorrent it's a choice that you should never have been put in a place to do but in the world where free will does exist and you could walk away we're not talking about crimes we're just talking about generally scummy behavior from the men uh, and the women who are choosing unfortunately to acquiesce right. for what they believe is a, a, a reward or something that they Celebrity. find to be vi- a viable reason right. to
3: do that to themselves. I just keep thinking of like that like smash cut of everyone thanking God and Harvey Weinstein at the Oscars. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Everyone loves Taika right now because he's I think pretty brilliant as a writer. But yeah.
1: And I'm just I'm talking purely of, of power dynamics. He is yeah. the director of the movie. Yeah. How do you know that he's and not say well you know if you want to be in this if you want to be in the sequel I have a lot of sway yeah. with the with the with the studio Mm -hmm. i could very easily make this go away now he probably didn't say that i'm sure he didn't say that but 10 years go by bad feelings from some other future event come up and all of a sudden we have a repeat of that because he technically had power over her because of his uh place within the company within the the
3: project saddest thing out of all these articles i read about this and i think i got this right is um he's got two daughters who see this yeah you know that's i'd imagine that's tough to see your dad rolling around with two actresses, your mom's who knows what she's up to now. And I don't know. They're divorced. Um, I know that, but still it's a bummer. Yeah. Uh,
1: There's also the, I I did uh, the, the tweet about the, did you see the tweet about the tornado from like 20? uh, I I have that article up there as well. Um, There it's, um, it's a photo from the Kentucky, from the Kentucky tornadoes. Yeah. Right. And you see the picture uh, from the thing. Mm -hmm. It says breaking the fourth wall about a real event that happened and people were like dude dude really it's, it's like this is this is the type of thing this goes away in 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 a, in a month nobody remembered this i remembered this i was like i remember him saying that and being like <laughs> mm-hmm. oh that was awful
4: yeah like mm-hmm.
1: I, I i it's it's different when uh joe schmo makes that joke when yeah. some dude who doesn't have fame, power, and, uh, and, and, uh, and status makes a joke about something kind of macabre. That but doesn't when, bother uh, me. When a celeb- no, that's what I'm saying. But, yeah. uh, but what I see is that people will uh, people will have backlash from this, especially people who live in Kentucky would be like, right. dude, what the f- time and place, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. But this is the type of thing that publicists make go away right. because of the power of the news cycle. The other thing is something that a publicist can maybe make go away temporarily, yep. but will eventually come back. My favorite is always the, it's when they say, tweets resurfaced nothing resurfaces somebody 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 has to just make the effort to go and find yeah. the tweet yeah. and draw your attention to it and it's not like it's a <laughs> magical machine where the tweet suddenly comes back out of the ground right. that's not a real thing <laughs> It's uh, it just boggles my mind. Like it's like he should be thinking farther ahead than this. But I'm sure you know he's having the time of his life, and
3: he's falling into the same cycle that everyone before him in Hollywood fell into. You have a you don't really understand how hard it is to think ahead when you're in the middle of a smooch fest. Uh I've
1: heard so much. Uh when, when you're smooching Rita Ora and Tessa Thompson, it's
3: very hard to think it's more like than the men in black thing. Yes. They stick it in front of your Yes. You're done. You don't you're remember done. anything. Mm-hmm. You're done. Yeah. That's science. Miracle? Thoughts?
2: Honestly, right now, whatever how they got their jobs, that's how they got it.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: I don't know. It sounds like I'm just gonna tell these women and men like shut up you picked this perfection uh perfection Perfection. (laughs) profession thank you um you chose it you basically you knew what you're getting into but why are you complaining now because like is it because you're getting older nobody wants to pay attention to you it's just like you're just complaining because nobody wants to cast you because you're getting older yeah so like just shut up now live the live your life now that you're young and you're getting those roles as the hot woman or a hot guy on the beach.
1: Miracle says it with more bluntness. Shut up he... now. Yes. Uh, the shut shut up, up and take now <laughs> it. Now and smooch. I'm sure that's what he said. Shut <laughs> yeah, up smooch. and smooch. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's not creepy at all. Oh my God. Yeah. Can we have like a little sound
2: bit and like a screen cap of you doing that, Shane? That was beautiful. It was kind of like Nicolas Cage, like that one scene where like his eyes bulge out.
3: <laughs> Wicker man. Oh yeah. yeah. I still haven't seen that. Mm-
2: Oh my god Crazy, that, right that movie I I is so see dumb. dumb
3: i want to see it though i like i like i like the title so
2: much it's it's like the title's good but yeah. the movie disappoints you yeah i was like watching the whole thing when i was like 10 and i was like i don't
1: watch wicker park instead yeah okay yeah all right i like yeah. wicker chairs yes <laughs> we lot. should get wicker chairs in here yeah they
2: make
3: wicker rocking chairs Cra- cracker so barrel we'll go to cracker barrel oh my Steve's. god can we go we'll get two eggs and grits And a wicker chair. Damn it, I'm I'm so down.
2: Do you want to go?
4: I'm
3: so
1: so down for a (laughs) Cracker Barrel run.
4: All right. I go. This episode I miss... is brought
1: to you by. This oh, episode sorry. is brought to you by the Cracker. I don't know. I don't even know their slogan. There was a Cracker Barrel in my in my town where I'm from. Mm-hmm. So uh, right. I, I don't. Do you guys should...
2: still want wicker chairs? They're on sale right now. I
1: want wicker oh, chairs. Really? Yeah, this is what miracles, sale. paid wicker. to do. Wicker She's not paid. affected by inflation. Not apparently. they still still on sale. Inflation
2: free. Well, we can go to Home Depot and then make a pit stop to Cracker Barrel.
1: That's. Dude, that sounds so awesome. What it's a perfect summary. All
2: right, yeah. we're going to move on to a
1: more serious topic, guys. We're going to talk about Taylor Hawkins um Aww. and shane wanted to talk about this big time uh as a musician did the foo fighters uh were they inspirational
3: to you Is yeah that somebody that you like i did i grew up like i grew up loving nirvana okay, okay. Um, and
1: uh, say so that i have more connection to david grohl just through nirvana, nirvana. Than... like i'm a,
3: a big fan of of dave grohl's big fan of uh what he's on on drums i love queens of the stone age his record and uh, i'm a huge fan of drummers yeah really like yeah and i i played music for a while i was a singer in bands I've seen Foo Fighters a bunch of times. Life. Like, yeah, wow. yeah, like they were one of the few bands I could see in a giant stadium that would make it feel like you were all in a basement together. And mm-hmm.
1: they just had a mo- They just had their movie come out. Yeah, the yeah. the
3: one about the where the, he kills them.
1: Yeah, um, like, Studio sixty six. Studio sixty six. Yeah. We were like, I was like, me and Miracle were talking about like, I don't, I don't want to go. I think yeah. like, it's. I had low in, key wanted like, to watch if, it if it was like something that was on uh streaming at the time. I would have, but I don't think we had it. it was yeah, just, yeah so. Uh, it says Taylor Hawkins Foo Fighters drummer dies at 50 Uh, Hawkins death was announced by the Foo Fighters on their social media accounts this is from Billboard so it says Taylor Hawkins longtime drummer for enduring rock greats the Foo Fighters has died the shocking news announced uh, tonight March 25th via social media statement from the band's accounts with no cause of death immediately given Hawkins is 50 the Foo Fighters family is devastated by the tragic and untimely loss of our beloved Taylor Hawkins the statement reads his musical spirit and his infectious laughter will live on uh, with us forever Mm -hmm. Um, the one thing that I thought was very interesting about this was um there was a a couple of prevailing um theories as to what happened and i loathe to speculate yeah same. uh and focus more on the tragedy yep. but some people thought it could be covid related some people thought it might have been COVID uh vaccine related yep. and a lot of other people just said you know he had problems with substance abuse yep. mm-hmm. and yep. uh i talked about this on irl i've talked about it on the show here on multiple occasions anytime stories come like this come up that um it never goes away uh you're always going to struggle with those yeah. demons for the rest of your life. You can have uh, uh, i i've known people i mean not personally but people that I knew through uh either um when I was um in uh, treatment yep. when I got treatment uh who had twenty years sober and 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 fell off the wagon yep. and that is a crushing oh, crushing so thing to experience so my mind when something like this happens
3: is to at least keep yourself open to the possibility that that 's what happened here right and it could and and unfortunately stuff like problems with addiction can be concealed by, mm-hmm. you know, behind the facade of a smile. Yes. Uh, and Taylor Hawkins was like, he was extremely energetic, a bright yeah. ball of energy. Like when you mm-hmm. so watching that band live, like he, there's a lack of rock stars yeah. today. And like the Foo Fighters are up there with some of the biggest rock stars, right? Yeah. Like ever. And uh, they were accepted by all the rock stars. Yeah. And uh, so when a rock, and since I did like the majority of their music and saw them live a bunch of times, Whenever they pass, I don't usually get worked up by a death of a celebrity. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a bummer when anybody dies, but when they're when they're gone, that that's like the end of the art. Yeah, and it's really it, it affects me, and like I it may it just makes me think of other other times I've been affected by a celebrity or a musician's death in particular. I was thinking of uh, David Bowie, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. when he passed away, or when Dimebag Darrell from Pantera. I was, I still remember that. Oh, it really? Really affects. Mitch Hedberg me. affected me. Mitch Hedberg, not, dude, not a musician, such a, but such a bummer. Um, I'm from Minnesota. Yep, uh, I went to his wake.
2: No, we we, way.
3: we skipped school to go to the wake. Oh, how
2: cool. Dude, that's cool. Mitch
3: had one of my favorite uh, jokes ever where someone's walk you're walking down the street someone hands you a, a flyer says here yeah. you pass you throw this away. Mm-hmm. I butchered that. Yeah. Sorry, ghost of Mitch.
1: Um, Mitch was. Mitch Were there was, a lot of people there? Uh, yeah, it was pretty, It's he was very well. That's loved. incredible. Um, he uh, that's one of those things where uh, to this day you can still tell Mitch Hedberg jokes. Uh, like, uh, he is my spirit animal when it comes to anxiety on stage. Oh that, yeah, that, he, like, he had he, terrible he had, anxiety. He had horrible anxiety. <laughs> yeah, he um, sunglasses. And his was also he he suffered from from substance abuse yeah. problems. So it's like his was this a lot of the same things. Uh, the other articles and I just want to go through this quick and then we'll yeah. talk about the rest of yeah. it. But mm-hmm. it says they did find uh, a plethora of drugs in the system. So my first instinct was to go here and this does seem to be um, where where this has gone, this is uh, up to 10 different drugs in this system, including opiates, uh, benzodiazepine, and hmm. uh, tricyclic antidepressants, uh, opioids, and antidepressants. And, first of all, putting opioids and benzodiazepine together is a recipe for heart failure. Yep. Um, it's very, very dangerous. Uh, this was, uh, when I was, when I was using, I had a a very serious uh, addiction to opiates Mm. and uppers, Mm. which is also very, very, very bad for your system. So it's like one wrong move and you can, and you can have something very bad happen to you. Something very tragic happen to you. Uh, but it doesn't lessen his work it doesn't make any of yeah. his uh, uh anything else that he accomplished any less so but it is a, a it's a commentary on the state of uh mental health yep. mm-hmm. in this country on how we deal mm-hmm. with our problems whether somebody with his when you've reached that level of yep. fame notoriety exactly. and really you're expected when so much is, is is expected of you is it normal to be able to handle something like that without some some type of crutch
3: yeah and the other thing thinking about this death is so weird to me is like It's weird because when I think of Dave Grohl, Mm -hmm. he's someone who's extremely joyous, but also attached to a a huge amount of grief as a Nirvana fan. Yeah. And his proximity to Kurt Cobain. And it's like you almost forget about the grief that he's come from. Like Foo Fighters was born out of grief, right? He recorded that first album alone. And Taylor came on uh, after the first drummer went away. And then to now have to see him lose another bandmate is like really it's upsetting.
1: I watched um, a video that came up while I was looking for the stuff of like a uh, girl playing uh, smells like teen spirit on drums during a show like between sets uh-huh. or something like that. Mm-hmm. And the the way the crowd buzzed just by hearing it. Uh, not the, just the drum just the, is this is old or new it was old like,
0: oh, okay. uh, this, but was like it came
1: up yeah no no it was with, he was with food like he did it between uh, sets oh gotcha uh but like while they were waiting while they were setting up so Sick. it's uh yeah so this is um it, it reminded me of mitch hedberg it reminded me of of um paul walker Obviously not for the same reason, but, yeah. um, and, and, uh, Heath Ledger for me, Heath Ledger's passing was the only time I've ever gotten in a car accident. Somebody bumped me, uh, when I heard it and, oh, and then we, I got out of the car and that person had just heard it too oh, on shoot. the radio. Oh,
4: wow. we were
1: getting, I mean, we were on a, we were getting off an exit, uh, and I got bumped and I was almost not paying attention because of what I had just heard. Oh man. And that person had heard the story too. And that's why it happened.
3: Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. I found myself revisiting Foo Fighters. I haven't even listened to them in a while. But yeah. Yesterday, I was like, I got to listen to them. Mm-hmm. And um, wh- I think one of their most underrated albums is uh, Echoes, Silence, Patience, and Grace. Mm-hmm. And it's like, kind of like, I think Dave reconnecting with his North Carolina roots. But mm-hmm. every- whoever hasn't listened to Foo Fighters or wants to listen to it, I really recommend going back to that album. And especially the song Let It Die is like the perfect Foo Fighters song because it's got everything in it. It's like the, the melodies are-, are great. It starts off really quiet and it builds, and like you get to see Taylor and dave at their best um with the do you believe that that's his
1: best uh taylor's best work with band
3: with the band probably not probably some of their earlier records but that was i think just a really different album for them and uh i just love taylor's drumming because he he hit the shit out of the drums yeah and he wasn't too busy and he and he but he did exactly what needed to be done Mm -hmm. and uh and he was a lot like dave as a drummer and dave is a one of my, I mean, whoever. If you haven't listened to "Songs for the Deaf" by Queens of the Stone Age, what Dave Grohl did on that record, yeah, it's phenomenal. Yep. phenomenal drumming. So yeah, I, I love that. And it's funny you bring up Mitch Hedberg and comedians because there's actually a a lot of comedians who are also really good drummers, like mm-hmm. Johnny Carson was really? a drummer. You know? I didn't know that. And and I think it's because there's a, there is a timing clearly uh between both of them. Yep, and comedy is a kind of like being a drummer you know you're you're making Timing-wise, everything go.
1: Yeah, yeah yeah there's uh timing is absolutely crucial in, yeah. in comedy which is weird because mitch mitch's timing was anti-timing yeah like he, he was jazz he was, drummer he, he, was, <laughs> he was he was very anti-timing like he, he would deli- he would deliver it in this weird way yeah that had this kind of um abrupt it, it had an abruptness to it that most comedians would tend to draw
3: out um, yeah, and it probably has something to do with his anxiety as well yes you know, yeah like the way like, he was like he was reluctant to even speak. He,
1: he found a way to transform, uh, um, kind of nervous reciprocal laughter into real laughter. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, which is, I mean, we're kind of getting off
3: topic, but it's, I uh, love that we're talking about Mitch. Uh, all of a sudden now, yes.
1: Uh, but that was, his was the first name that came to my mind, I guess. So, uh, I just uh, whenever these types of things happen because I don't know what to talk about really, because it's like, how do you talk about death in a way that's very well I think it's
3: just the the culture of celebrity death is really fascinating. and it's kind of gross that there's a paragraph here that we're all looking at about the substances in his body. yeah, I don't really care about the reasons of his death. I, I mean, it's interesting because I, I I care about him as an artist and it's sad, but none of us really should care about no, what's I don't. in his body. I don't care what he, if he was, I mean, I, I don't want people to be
1: addicted to stuff, but it's not my, it's not my business. Uh, mm-hmm. Like I said, I have more empathy than most when it comes to this stuff because of what I've been through. Right. But it's also, it, it's like, I hate that it has to be part of the discussion, but it does have to be part of the discussion. But it has to be. I understand, and I understand um, that. I
3: just like that. Uh, it's also. It does
1: not diminish his work. It does not no. mean that the impact he's had on a gazillion people is not, is any less so yeah. than, than what it was before. Right. Mm-hmm. It, if anything, it speaks to the uh the struggles that come with working in these industries and being someone of that nat of, of with a profile of that nature mm-hmm.
3: if anything it, it kind of pierces that armor of what you were saying earlier like the celebrity facade that they're since they have success everything's cool yeah. I, but they're just I hate like that. everybody when people,
1: else um, one of my well I'm I'm very bipolar in that sense like mm-hmm. I dislike the celebrities who are like look celebrities they're just like us right but I also dislike when people say stuff like what problems do they have they've mm-hmm. got money right that's not a real argument yeah not really yeah you can make the you can make the comparison that celebrities are disconnected from reality and yep. that they and that they're absolutely not in touch with the common person yep. but that doesn't mean that having money um makes your life any less stressful no. uh you know Mo money more problems is a is a, not just a song it's a thing it's the a real lesson. thing for the for people in in those were in that world so uh this is one of those cases where it's just it's tragic yeah and he I had survived w- a heroin od in 2001 Oh, i didn't know that yeah um so he had overdosed then oh. um and it's just like I'm glad. I, I'm glad in a way that it's gotten away from the, the debate about whether it was something COVID yeah. or uh, not. Glad, but it's just like this yeah. is.
3: I'm sick of these
1: debates about uh-huh. why somebody died. Like, let's to, let's focus on all him. All these. That's yeah. the
3: thing about celebrity deaths. That's so problematic. I guess I hate that word. I just said it, but yeah. <clears throat> I said it is like all these different internet teams try to own the death yeah. or use the death against the other team. Yeah. It's disgusting. Yeah. Um, and I also want to say real quick. I don't hate Canadians because I forgot that I Taylor. Think- Taylor uh, Taylor Hawkins was the drummer for Alanis Morissette, mm-hmm. who was a Canadian that I love.
2: I didn't say that. You should be pointing at Brett. If
3: no, I, said I think it. you said it. We'll no. play the video back. Okay. I said that. Okay. Thank uh, you. I mean, the well comparison. then I'm out of here. I, See you guys. I said
1: Chris <laughs> Carr. I said Chris Carr. No, um, Yo, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> I, I do love the song "Not as We" by Alanis Morissette.
3: It, nice. I don't mm-hmm. even know that yeah. one.
1: Good. It's good. It's
3: okay. Is so i a little pill? Uh, no, I, <laughs> I,
1: don't I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't, know, I, I don't even remember how long ago this. Is, it was from an episode of House. That's why. I, that's why I know it. It was from a very Perfect. pivotal episode of House in like season four. So, um, I just. Uh, Uh, Is there anything else you think about him that people should know like if you wanted more records if you if there's other stuff of his that you think He just put out a solo
3: record. I haven't even listened to honestly I feel bad that I haven't but I love his interviews I mean Mm -hmm. just listening to this guy like I said like I am obsessed with drummers and listening to him talk about drums is amazing Um, it's how I feel about like someone like Jimmy Chamberlain from the pumpkins There are these guys who who just played the crap out of their drums Mm -hmm. and um Yeah, as I was listening to um this echo silence, patience, and grace. I just remembered, I was like, this guy is a phenomenal drummer. And I, please go listen to Let It Die. Because you get to hear like the background vocals that he would have been doing live. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what? Screw that. Go watch live videos of, the, of them playing live and to see like just how um, he was like a ball of energy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was, he was, and I think that's why it also affects me so much. It's like he, rock gods to me are like immortal. Mm-hmm. So to see them when they pass away, like when it seems like it's too soon, um, it, it's upsetting.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Fifty is a little bit young. It's the same age that Michael Jackson passed away too, and that one was very tragic to some people.
1: Are there any uh, musicians or performers that have passed away that affected you?
2: I want to say no, but that makes me sound like I'm dead inside. But well,
1: for, you're young. You're. you're she's yeah. also young.
2: Yeah, but like also another morbid thing, like. I this clicked in my head because my grandmother said this about like Bruce Lee, like when he first started his career. uh, A lot of Chinese people have this superstition: you're not supposed to portray yourself being dead. And uh, oh, interesting! And the movie that he played in, um, Studio Six Hundred Sixty Six, he got his head chopped off. Oh, so there's a lot. There's a lot of superstition where like if you play a movie that's like the title has the word "definite," like. That's not good. That's bad juju. And then, like, when right. you play a character that's going to die, that's really bad.
1: I believe there's... I don't think it's Japan, but... It, or is it China that don't allow skulls in their games? It's in so? China. It's in China. Yeah, oh, it's it, in China. They, they They're, don't... like,
2: really superstitious huh. about death. So, like... um, Because, like, you know how, like, the number four sounds like death um, in Chinese? Like, the how they rhyme it okay so like they're very superstitious about it like um fourth floor in any building they'll leave it empty because they're afraid of that it just depends who you talk to but like that just clicked in my head because like the i know like it sounds like i'm superstitious all of a sudden but um he did portray a character that got his head um, chopped off by the symbol of the drum
1: well, that's different people from different cultures will mm-hmm. have different Dang. takes on that.
2: Yes. I, I'm not trying to pull like connections to that, yeah. but like if people were superstitious, like that's one thing. They could thing. see a connection. Yeah. Then, if they did. Yeah. But again, like he died the same age as Michael Jackson, mm-hmm. which like kind of makes me a little bit sad. Yep age 50 is also, a little bit too young. Also,
3: possibly uh, by, but that was like, mm-hmm. Michael Jackson's like a, maybe a doctor problem. Yeah, it was a doctor you know.
2: problem because his doctor didn't care. He was just... I didn't
1: even think of mentioning Prince and Prince is from mm-hmm. Minnesota. Prince, yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: yeah. Wait, how did Prince die again?
1: Uh, uh He died of a of a drug overdose mm. uh, was it a drug overdose? I, uh i thought it was a
3: sub- i thought something happened with um, well michael
2: jackson died because
1: somebody uh, left a fact check me on yeah, that i could, that could be I missing forget. that I'll uh, it no, no no i just uh we'll do it yeah. also
3: i know it's an overly cliche for foo fighters but the Everlong video is still one of the best videos mm-hmm. ever made and was... a, with a great taylor yeah, hawkins drug. um
2: it was an accidental
3: drug does it say overdose. what sub- was it
1: sub- it couldn't have been a suboxone um painkiller Okay. yeah, yeah. he uh, he had um, a problem with yeah that's that yeah. very well that was spoken of a lot in huh. Minnesota mm-hmm. so he uh, you know it's it's tragic mm-hmm. yeah. it's, like I said all this stuff celebrities um, prince is like the definition of, of like yep. outward love to mm-hmm. people I know. and so yep. to see this that stuff happen to people who are so caring outwardly to others uh, yep. and make music and art that they're passionate about yep. and then to see the struggles that they're going through struggles I've been through yep. uh, it kind of it kind of Kills me a little bit inside yeah. every time I hear stuff. I like just that.
2: noticed that um, celebrity singers they don't live as long as like celebrity actors. Do you look at look hmm. at their ages? Like they die a little bit younger. Than I actors. imagine
1: touring doesn't help mm-hmm. when you're constantly on yeah. the road and you're not. You know you're living a harder life. Look yeah. at look at yeah.
2: how
3: Doja's reacting to it mm-hmm. now. And yeah. She's fairly early
2: on. Everybody in her look out for Doja
3: yeah, This is <laughs> uh, Dave Doja. This yeah. is
1: a, this was a problem for pro wrestlers who mm-hmm. who mm-hmm. not just steroids but were on the road 300 days a year doing the most for whatever it is like it's fake. I'm like, yeah, but it's still incredibly physically taxing yep. mm-hmm. and they're doing it 300 days a year hopped up on painkillers. Uh now they were, you know, and, and so they were dropping dead like flies yep. at very early did you, ages.
3: Did you like the movie The Wrestler? I I mm. I really like
1: that the, A I, lot of people. I love Mickey Rourke. I, I, I love Mickey Rourke. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, but that was... Uh, it didn't resonate with me at the time. Yeah. Maybe if I rewatched it now.
3: Mm-hmm. Because yeah. uh, it kind of sums up what you're saying so yes. well.
1: No, that was, the, that was their yeah. life. And it's like now, uh, Like WWE, like, they will pay for... If, if you ever worked for that company, they will pay for your rehab even if you didn't develop a drug addiction really? there because they know that they played such a huge role. Wow. And they don't do it because they care. They do right. it because it's a liability uh, and in a, in a, in a uh, PR thing. Right. That's still but,
2: nice to, for them to do totally. that because a lot of industries won't pay for that. Yep. They're like, well, you did it to yourself. Why not? Yep. Yep. You just so, pay it yourself.
1: So that's like, uh, I think that's part of the hard part of being on the road is you, you develop it. It is very easy. You're, just think about this. Not just the fact that you're going time zone to time zone. Yep. Mm-hmm. You're, uh, you're constantly needing to be somewhere. You're not in control of your own schedule. It yep. is high anxiety all mm-hmm. the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it is uh, very easy to use chemicals to kind of crutch for that so. is this a
3: pro conservatorship speech that you're
1: gonna ask? <laughs> well <laughs> it's a it's a be wary of what you do for living i know no, just thinking of britney spears
3: um... and how the industry destroyed her or maybe her conservatorship destroyed her yep.
2: well it depends like how you're looking on it like you can watch a bunch of documentaries on youtube where it, like they lean on both sides but honestly i agree what brett said because yeah. there's a lot of like people need to realize like again, like, celebrity life, they glamorize it to look like it's the best thing ever. You'll be rich and famous. Like, nothing can touch you. But, like, basically, they deal with more stress. They don't have a balanced lifestyle, like, the mm-hmm. rest of us. Because, like, for us, we complain that we work too much, but we still have time to sleep. These people don't sleep. They either sleep on the plane or sleep in the bus. Yeah.
1: Well, and, she's talking more like people who are, like, touring and, and performing. Touring. Yeah. yeah, well, yeah, that's, that's why I'm talking
2: yeah. about. But, like, um, even, like, Drug using drugs like it keeps you awake and alive um, for a little bit, and uh, sometimes depression. I'm just hits curious you. what
3: it made what what the difference is then with some artists who. Who are thriving under all that that type
4: of environment some people lean yeah.
1: into it some some people live for that t- they yeah. need to be busy all the time they need to be I, you right. know somebody it's like it's like a ceo people don't realize how much work goes into being a ceo like you have to be kind of made for that lifestyle i don't mm-hmm. think that you're yeah. i don't think you become that i think aspects of it uh are just who you are like yeah. donald
3: glover someone who does everything yeah, somehow, yeah. all the all this to- all the time, all the time. Yeah. and he seems i mean i don't know him but he seems to be fine he's a yeah. he's a father He's a husband, um, and then there's someone like Kanye, mm-hmm. who <laughs> kind of uh, absorbs all of yeah. the negative energy and uses it to make his art.
4: Yep. Um
2: yeah.
3: So it's different for everybody.
2: Yeah. Um, mm-hmm.
1: So we will. Uh, we. It's just very sad. Yeah. The whole. The whole so thing is very sad. About
2: Donald Glover, there's like an article where he was raving about um, Obama's oldest daughter. What's her name? Malia. La- Malia yeah. Obama. Yep. She's um She's a part of the new writing cast for the TV show that he's acting in. Yep. His, so, his show that he writes yeah yeah so yeah. that's kind of exciting for cool. like her like i was like wondering what happened to the obama kids but at least there, just like, getting
3: special treatment in hollywood what else mm-hmm. <laughs> uh oh man
2: um, yeah. hollywood is a weird thing we can just talk about hollywood all day speaking
1: of hollywood we're gonna talk about the box office <laughs> nice. uh we're moving on to podluck box office talk so uh this is for the weekend I was surprised by these numbers. That is definitely for sure. Uh, this says weekend box office, uh, the lost city finds 31 million and reconnects with missing audiences. I did not expect this movie to make $31 million. Mm -hmm. I really didn't. Mm -hmm. Um, Channing Tatum, I guess is still marketable. Sandra Bullock is, I guess still marketable together in a, in a world where, uh, the Batman made sixty-six million in its second weekend, right? Uh, I, I just did not expect this movie to make over twenty million dollars. This is the first
3: time I'm looking at this poster. It looks like Sandra Bullock is farting a fire cloud. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I know you're talking about this article, but why do they make why do they make that poster? Uh, maybe they don't like her. <laughs> My goodness, and he's I'm... and he's like getting her out of there. It... He's rescuing themselves exactly from the far- is that daniel radcliffe yes. yeah it, he's oh the bad guy okay, okay. i am out of it for this um, <laughs> yeah you leave daniel i love daniel i love radcliffe. daniel radcliffe yes uh
4: <laughs> I didn't see that. me and daniel radcliffe are just getting attacked me and
1: daniel radcliffe are the same height for real yeah
3: sweet yeah. hugging you is like hugging daniel radcliffe yeah okay.
4: exactly
1: okay. oh my god so if you ever yeah. want to simulate <laughs> hugging with daniel radcliffe
3: I love speaking Just of last me. time I was here. I know we'll go back to this real quick, but yeah. Paul Dano and R- Dano Radcliffe, the movie they did with the corpse that that um, swims. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's the name of them? It's a great movie. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, it's a great movie.
1: So it says uh, it says Paramount's adventure comedy, The Lost City.
3: What that corpse farts. There you go. <laughs> sorry, sorry, <laughs> sorry. Um, Perfect. Continue.
4: Yeah.
1: Uh, the Lost City debuted on top this weekend with an estimated $31 million, exceeding the opening of several other similar comedies from the past few years, including several pre-pandemic titles from 2017 to 2019. That is a good sign for them. Uh, I did like how Dallas Sonia is just like, it's just, he's like, uh, I can go see this, 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 or the, a remake of Romancing the Stone, <laughs> mm-hmm. which is what this is. So it beat uh, th- Men in Black International, which made $30 million. It's because Men in Black International was garbage uh it beat free guy which was awesome i loved free guy mm-hmm. uh it beat zombie land uh double tap i didn't see zombie i only saw the original zombie land i didn't yeah, have okay. see double um, land. um
2: double tap is like meh 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 because like the younger sister um the one that's emma stone has as a younger sister, she falls in love with like some guy who's like hippie dippy and like hippy they...
1: dippy. Is oh, that still good. a phrase? Yeah. I
2: don't know. I'm bringing it back. Whole I words. heard that
1: in an episode of The Mentalist. Somebody called somebody a hippie dippy woman, wow. <laughs> and it felt like such an old person thing to say. You are channeling your inner, uh, old Christina Chang. Good, that's who said yeah. the line in the, in the show,
2: <laughs> but uh, yeah, basically, um, she falls in love with this hippie dippy guy who played in Victorious. If anybody remembers that show. Um, and they're I looking... don't think
1: me and and uh, Shane were quite the demographic <laughs> for Victorious. I'm just saying.
2: I mean, that's what Ariana Grande became famous for, but whatever. It's so creepy Still how not. they try
1: to make her look old or look so young. Yeah, creepy. but it's creepy. Yeah. yeah.
2: Well, also, so you didn't like
1: Zombieland Double Tap?
2: It was okay because basically, like, she's chasing this guy, and they're like traveling to like the san- the sanctuary where it's supposed to be like there's no zombies. Everybody's like. Pure and everything's happy. Yep. And then she leaves the group and then they get a girl named Montana and she's like really ditzy. She's mm-hmm. like that stereotypical Ditzy Blonde. And they're like, Why has she survived that long? And they were like, Because she has no brains. They did that joke.
1: Montana is actually yeah. a great name. I actually yeah. like the mm-hmm. name Montana a lot. I've mm-hmm. come to like that name. Yeah. Yeah. Aww. So it says, uh in second place for the Batman fell forty four percent to twenty point five million. That's not too bad of a fall, especially in what hey, I think. Uh, in like three or four weeks. Uh, uh, we had uh, some disagreements about the Batman. We're not going to get into another debate, but uh, Kurt, uh, one of our co-workers... Uh, we
2: have a coworker named Kurt.
1: I didn't say Kurt, did I? I yeah, you Kurt. did. Um, yes. Uh,
3: <laughs> the ghost who lives yeah. here.
2: Okay.
1: Kent, I said. Did I say Kurt? Yeah. But Kent. Kent was like, it's a good movie. I'm like, the whole third act could have been cut in half. Uh, it is what it is. But a 30, a, a 44% a uh, fault is uh it says the film has now earned 331 million dollars uh through the same point in release that's uh so it's 24 percent behind the dark knight uh 14 behind the dark knight rises so it's it's just showing you like what those movies had made in that what frame they're in which is the fourth frame uh, uh i always love using that term it makes me feel like such an insider the fourth frame I like that. rather than the fourth week it's it's out it's the fourth frame it says uh the film has earned uh, the majority of its earnings from domestic through its entire run. The balance finally tipped towards a majority overseas earnings this weekend three hundred and forty point nine million of its six hundred and seventy two point nine million dollar global total mm. uh, it's, I don't think it's going to make a billion nah. I really don't um it's, it's okay maybe in the in the sequel they can um
2: i don't know I wasn't excited about that movie
1: It's just very long it's very long. Uh, so that that is what it is. By the way, Spider Man No Way Home crosses eight hundred million dollars domestically.
2: Let's go! Yeah. Wow. Still
1: ranking eighth, made another two million dollars. This movie is out to purchase, unlike streaming. Like wow. you can buy this VOD right now, and people are still choosing to go see it in the theaters.
2: Because uh, you don't get the same experience, bro. That's exactly. what
1: we're learning. It says, despite being available on digital platforms, Sony, the Sp- Sp- so- <laughs> <laughs> Sony Spider-Man's No Way Home has now spent all 15 of its weekends in the top 10. Wow. That is insane. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if at some point, if they wanted this thing to make a billion just domestic or to get this thing over 2 billion, if they do like an advertised re-release, right? Like they did with like, uh, not Titanic. Well, they did that with Titanic yeah. too, but they did it avatar with like avatar or something, or something yeah. like recently. Yeah. Where like ghost or no, they did it with, um, Avengers Endgame. Uh, did like, yeah, they did. Oh, they wow. did like a re re-release, um, yeah. uh, huh. down the frame. So I wouldn't be surprised if they ended up doing that with this movie just to get it, you know, up and over. Uh, So then I just want to go down here to the bottom. So uh, it says 44% drop for Batman. Uncharted had only a 36% drop. That's a $5 million uh, haul this weekend. I'm actually quite surprised with how well Uncharted is, you know, I... I think it'll get a sequel. Uh, I really do, especially when the the expectations for video games, any mm. type of adaptation, are so low. Yeah. Uh, Jujutsu Kaisen, unfortunately, yeah. do you see the percentage on that drop? Seventy five percent drop, uh, and it only uh, had, and it lo- and it gained theaters, which is uh, Dang. crazy. But it did so well that first week; it kind of blew it people's did. minds. Yeah. I wonder what would happen if they would have done a wide release rather than a limited release. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wide uh, in that first week It would have been very. I wonder good Wonder why
3: for it. such a sharp drop.
1: That's a very I, well.
2: I, isn't it like a limited release?
1: Well, but it gained theaters. Right, it says right it here. Gained it says, theaters it, and dropped it, and dropped seventy five percent. So, uh, I mean, I, I don't think that says anything about the movie because it got no promotion. Was so it tanned
3: by no, audience no, or it's, anything? It's, right, people liked
1: it. Yeah, people uh, all the. Anything we've seen from Jiu- I mean that uh, yeah. Demon Slayer does well. Yeah, did well when Mugen huh. Train came out. So uh, X uh, two million two hundred and twenty nine thousand five hundred and thirty one. That's a forty eight percent drop. All the percentage drops. Look at that Spider Man drop. It's only thirty six percent. Same with Sing two twelve percent. And that's in week 14, and Spider-Man 2 is in week 15, so Death on the Nile, that's a sharper drop than the ones before it, 60% drop. There's already been a sequel announced for Death on the Nile, so they will get a third. I hate having to say Hercule Poirot. Actual. Uh, I don't, I'm not French. French, Mm -hmm. no, Belgian? Belgian. I don't know. He's something. Belgian?
2: I have no clue. I gave up. Agatha Christie. Yeah. (laughs) the Christie. I gave up searching up for
1: that. Yes, uh, I mean, uh, I do still want to see Belfast, which I have not seen yeah. yet, which I have seen nothing but good reviews on. So, we will see. And then, what is the week right now? What is the date today? The 27th? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, next week, what do we have coming out? We have... Would be the first week in May, right? Or would that be the 29th?
3: I think first week of April.
1: Mm-hmm. Or did I say? Uh, yeah. Or, oh yeah, we're in March. Yeah. 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 Come yeah. on, yeah. I just a month off. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> anybody Brat is living. Anybody could do my job. <laughs> uh, so Morbius comes out. I, I do think we should still go see that. Mm-hmm. I, I still think there's a possibility we could like it, even though it's getting like really horrible reviews. That
3: makes me think it's gonna be good.
1: See that was my logic, but then most of the people who's who I tend to trust are just like, look at the trailers, dude. Yeah, it's a mess. Like even like Matt Smith says, like I don't even know the name of my character because they like changed it halfway through. Oh boy. Uh, so it's got its problems. Yeah. Uh, so I, I am excited to see it though. Uh, like you said, if they avoid telling me that I'm an awful person, uh, and there's no identity politics, I tend to give it like a lot of things. Like I was telling Tim, I was like, I gave the Adam Project like an A minus ten years ago it would have been like a c plus at best right mm-hmm. but nowadays i'm so I, i'm so jaded that i give good reviews to stuff that's just kind of average yep so
4: yeah
1: next week we've got morbius uh the contractor i have no interest in going to see that's the chris pine one uh, uh he's like yeah he's like a special force dude I get, i'll see that when it comes on to streaming mm-hmm. um and then what the other one the other one was you won't be alone which i have no interest in seeing uh that
2: one I just watched the trailer, it's really interesting. What's it about? So basically, um this girl she got kidnapped, she became a witch and she, No,
1: never mind. Maybe I maybe I'm she, thinking of something else.
2: Yeah, so that basically cool. she wants to be human again, but she can't because she's deemed as a witch. So what huh. happened was it was by accident. She didn't mean to kill the girl, but she killed her and then took her identity to and she wants to live as a human, so she's okay. living vicariously by living in somebody else's skin
1: okay as an allison chain song plays in the background. yeah yeah I'm but into this. yeah it's like really interesting
2: <laughs> if you watch it because like she's living as like um as a i believe her victim was like the same age as her so she's living as like a normal human being in a village and like she's learning about how um how life is going as like a female during during that time because okay. she gets smacked in in the trailer she gets smacked by a man oh, and then like push. she she learns about like human emotions too oh no
3: crazy yeah. human emotions yeah, yeah. <laughs> what is that <laughs> yeah
2: it's kind of interesting I just watched the trailer because it kind of caught my eye I was like is this a scary movie where is it
3: set like time wise is it a-
2: Um, it's supposed to be um, it's a foreign film so I think it's gonna be set um, maybe I don't know it's like a Really recluse so, sounds interesting. village. Sounds yeah. Interesting. It's okay. a village without electricity. I think it was like during All right. uh, medieval
4: times. Alright, sweet. So Morbius, I'll you won't that. be
1: alone, maybe. And then the week after mm-hmm. that, we have Sonic the Hedgehog 2 and Ambulance, both of which I am excited to see.
2: You get to choose only one, Brett.
1: Um, I will walk to go see a Michael Bay movie, baby. Uh, I, I I love Michael Bay. I don't care. Don't at me. I don't care. I don't know at me. I didn't say that they're good movies, I said that I like them. I can't you
3: think get of to any Michael Bay one. movie that I've liked. Uh, if I'm looking at him now.
1: By that, you mean not not Transformers 1 and 2, which are both freaking awesome. Nope,
3: didn't like those.
1: Uh, you're wrong. Um,
3: okay, I like okay, I like The Rock. I like The Rock. I like The Bad Boys. Um, Armageddon. Okay, okay. Um, oh, come on. Uh, th-
2: th- Brett likes on. trashy movies
1: I do not like just trashy movies I'm saying that I like a director who knows Who he is and doesn't apologize for it If I want big panning 360 shots of US military Helicopters in slow motion <laughs> Then I'm gonna get I it just, Damn The thing it. with
3: Transformers is like I, I hate how they made the Transformers Almost hurt your eyes as they yes, transform Yes I know I
1: don't care <laughs> Okay, I don't care. I don't. I don't care if the human characters are unlikable and stupid. Megan Fox is hot, yeah, and yeah. Uh, and there's lots of uh, de- of overly saturated slow motion. Of uh yes, I don't care. That's fine. I is he care. the that's
2: director fine. that likes feet or is that uh no, that's, Tarantino? That's Quentin, Quentin
1: Tarantino. Tarantino. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes, thank you for bringing that into this conversation, Miracle. <laughs> Sorry, I'm
2: trying
3: Mind is in the gutter right. always. We
1: are gonna we are gonna move on. We're gonna talk about this one real quick. This is a uh, Chinese streaming platform removes Keanu Reeves film over his support for Tibet. Keanu Reeves, um hmm. uh, does Is
2: he um is he mixed with Asian?
1: He
3: is okay. mixed with Asian. Yes. Mar- Mar- oh, okay.
2: um, Sorry, I just forgot what race he was.
3: Okay, what cool. ingredients are in Keanu Reeves? So,
1: so, so, Chinese streaming services have dumped Keanu Reeves' films after he showed support for Tibet earlier this year. The actor is the latest victim of the country's censorship regime as films such as The Matrix Trilogy, Speed, uh, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, Something's Gotta Give, and The Lake House were reportedly removed from the streaming service. I mean, if they moved the latest Matrix movie... China can consider that mercy. That la- that latest Matrix movie is mm. awful. Uh, it doesn't say anything on here about John Wick. If they're li- if, if, if if again, this isn't the fault of the the Chinese people. This is the Chinese government right. that's screwing. Mm-hmm. The, I think they're the just difference. mad at
2: him because he's mixed with Chinese.
1: I don't think they're mad at him for that miracle. I think they're mad at him because he- no, they're
2: like China number one. you have to support us, and he's like <laughs> nope.
1: Miracle has no idea how, like, I can't be part of this joke
2: (laughs) at at all. Shane. Uh, You're
1: you're on your own here, Miracle.
3: (laughs) It's
2: okay, Shane. I, I take you because you're Jewish, kind of
3: and russian and russians are sometimes considered asian yeah so yeah. i'm
2: taking that one <laughs> he can make the joke with me
3: okay well continue <laughs> yeah yeah Oh, i'm not stepping in that <laughs> smart man so this according
1: to the los angeles times when typing uh the name keanu reeves into i never know how to pronounce it. I've, I've read it like 30 times it's the the search bar for like the the site that for like the search engine they use it's like it says Q I Y. I can never pronounce it and i'm not so the remember.
2: qi it's
1: Um, I-Q-I-Y.
2: Okay, so the Q-I, it's Chin.
1: Okay. E. Chin-E? Yeah. Okay. Well, that that search bar, it comes up with, sorry, (laughs) no results related to Keanu Reeves are found. Mm -hmm. Due to relevant laws, regulations, and policies, some results are not shown. Two months ago, Chinese nationalists also threatened to boycott the Matrix Resurrections. Well... Anybody with a brain boycotted the Matrix Resurrections, but mm-hmm. that's got nothing to do with China. Uh, the backlash for the fourth Matrix installment from the Chinese Patriot Group. So they're just talking about he is not allowed to be on their platforms anymore because he mentions that he supports Tibet. Um, uh, Let's go Keanu Yes, Keanu's the man And I want you guys to know that this is not anything new Uh, I've got this old article This is from 2016 It says Tilda Swinton cast as the Tibetan As Tibetan to placate China Says Doctor Strange writer She plays the Ancient One Mm -hmm. in Doctor Strange Which is a um, classically Tibetan character That China said No siree um, I will never understand if this becomes comes from the funding because it can't come from their desire for the Chinese box office because they keep uh, uh, they only keep twenty five percent of the money they make in China. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the U.S., the theater keeps sixty, mm-hmm. and the uh, in the. In the um, studio keeps forty, or it might be the other way around. I never, right. I never get that one hundred percent right. Mm-hmm. But I know that when it comes to China, you only keep twenty five percent of the box office. China keeps the rest. Mm-hmm. Uh, the CCP does. So uh, I don't know why they bend over backwards to to placate. But yeah, they did the same thing in twenty sixteen when they cast Tilda Swinton because they they didn't want to offend uh, the Chinese government for hiring uh, uh, for casting a Tibetan actress uh, to play that. So uh, it is uh, insane. Insane. The
3: world we live in. Insane. I- I- I'm. Proud of Keanu yep. for yeah. sticking with it because someone like LeBron, yep, would just ignore this. He would and yeah. he would ignore placate it. the censors. Yes, well, he it's would.
2: because LeBron is like, I need that Chinese money, yes, or yeah. like my sport will never be. Better oh yeah, he than cares
3: this. more about you know his own mm-hmm. uh, whatever career if you want to call it. I mean, he's really good. I, I shouldn't well, poo him too much.
2: Yeah. Well, also, I can't believe LeBron is like trying to like get more money from China. China's they keep on inventing like weird. Unusually tall Asian people to play basketball. Like, look at Yao Ming.
3: inventing.
2: <laughs> I meant creating. Can we see a
3: primary source. Yep. Yeah. So. <laughs> I
2: mean creating, okay. not inventing. I don't know what's <laughs> happening to my brain. What do like, you
3: know? <laughs> I,
2: well, have you seen Yao mean Like, Yao Ming yeah. came. St- straight out of china and they were like oh he's gonna be the next best thing yep. and then when he retired they had another chinese player but he wasn't as popular as Yao Ming, mm-hmm. so his popularity kind of disappeared but he was like unusually tall for chinese people too i think yeah. he was like over seven feet tall
1: he was he was uh we talked about it on irl i forget mm-hmm. what he said he was, he was like seven something but yeah like, way taller than the guy who was even there than royce who was there and royce was <laughs> tall Great. yeah uh, like uh, crazy.
2: Yeah. So, uh, like, I don't know why LeBron is trying to defend his career. There's just gonna create more people who are taller know, than him.
1: Very um, nothing but respect to Keanu for standing up for what he believes in yep. and, mm-hmm. and supporting that, even if it costs them, it costs him down the line. Uh, I, I think that that shows a sign of moral character. Yeah. Uh, and that's that's a good thing.
3: It's mm-hmm. a rare thing.
1: It is a rare thing in that industry. Yep. And I, I do want to talk about one more thing. We have an update about Chris Stuckman. Yes. Over a million dollars on Kickstarter.
2: Nice. Uh, we right.
1: covered this last week. Uh, he uh, he had a $650,000 Kickstarter campaign, the most funded uh, horror movie ever put onto the Kickstarter on yep. the platform. Yep. It's called Shelby Oaks. That's what he's looking to make. And after he got an article from Deadline, the original article, and the news got picked back up, Uh, It brought in this wave of more and more uh, support and now the studios are coming calling to him he's a a YouTuber I've watched for a lot of years Uh, him and Jeremy Johns both do very good movie reviews Mm -hmm. Uh, both channels that I highly respect for I I like them for different reasons I kind of expect I explain like if I if I'm looking for a a more um, clinical uh, approach to movie production or to to movie criticism you go I go Stuckman (laughs) if I'm looking for somebody who's kind of more in the feels territory of like I if he gives a review and I feel like it's like something he likes I feel like I'm more in line with him and that's Jeremy Johns Mm -hmm. but they're both very very good at what they do and Stuckman has always been open about how he's always made lots of he's made independent films he's made his own home movies his whole life he loves horror he loves that genre so seeing somebody like this uh, parallel Industries, as we've talked about, yep. it is time to get away. Like I'd almost wish he wouldn't
3: go to the studios. That's what I was gonna say. Is like my as I said earlier, my theme through today when I was looking at this yep. is like this is amazing news, mm-hmm. especially someone who writes you know supernatural paranormal stuff. I'm stoked to see. Yeah, I bet all this interest. It's in a his par- stuff. it's a it's a found footage, and it's amazing. Yeah. Like I looked at the trailer, I, I'm so stoked on it. Um, but the way that the articles celebrate that the studios are calling, I'm like, no, 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 don't do that part. <laughs> Well, this Rebell. is the studios like, are going to ruin it. This yeah. is
1: from Deadline, which is literally where you go to for this type of. It says breaking Hollywood news since two thousand six. They are part of the machine. Yeah, and I'm sure, like whether he like whether whether we want him to or not, he wants to be part of the machine. It's that's dream, fine, and that's, that's fine. fine. As long as he's but, happy
3: with it in the end, that's that's all it that really exactly.
1: matters. Exactly. So it says, four days after that, so it says, the feature written uh, to, to uh, blah, 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 blah. I'll just start from the beginning. Earlier this week, we broke the news that the Shelby Oaks has become the most funded horror film project on Kickstarter. The feature written and to be directed by YouTube film critic uh, Chris Stuckman is based on a recent internet mystery about a group of missing paranormal investigators. Mm-hmm. I knew this would be right up your alley. Yeah, I love it. Uh, on Monday, we reported the project had reached $650,000 from 6,700 backers on the crowdfunding platform after launching its online campaign only three weeks prior Four days after the article, however, the movie has now reached raced past one million dollars and added another four thousand five hundred backers. That's good going for an indie horror movie based on an original concept and without stars' names attached. The project is also drawing attention from the studios, according to Stuckman. Yeah, he made a video talking about how after this article came out, he goes, all, he goes, to actual celebrities like actual actors are mm. like with names are hitting him up, like, "Yo, I Crazy. want to be involved in this project." Mm. So. Crazy that's uh that's amazing and i just think uh, it'll be fun i think uh, it'll be fun to follow this project through to its completion and kind of see how it goes i'm sure he'll be giving updates uh, on his page so i'll keep an eye on that but i just wanted to say good on him again and i hope uh, i i really do hope that it comes out every bit as well as he hoped it could and i'm sure people will be happy
3: it's setting a good precedent for like the diy people who want to create Yep. original stuff you and know there's that. a
1: market for that now man Clearly. people are people are so starved mm-hmm. for original content yep. not bogged down by the politics of modern hollywood mm-hmm. yep. i'm not talking about social politics i'm mm-hmm. talking about the politics of what it takes to get a movie made uh yeah. everything being done by committee oh. like like a space jam 2 oh. mm-hmm. um people are looking for independent grassroots stuff not because they care about it being independent and grassroots but because the byproduct of that is original storytelling
3: yeah, yeah. i've I spent like more than a decade freelancing for different magazines different in writing movies but like trying to create anything that was um a, a real to you you know yeah. and authentic yeah. was so horrible because it goes through all the filters of editors and mm-hmm. the approved things you can and can't say or people you can't reference yeah. and all that stuff and in terms of that like my experiences was whatever eventually the audience saw was a watered down mm-hmm. horrible thing and it was like why do you even go through the stress of writing that if you're not even happy with it in the end? So
2: are you more happy that you're producing books through like Tim Cast?
3: Um, It's my dream job. Mm-hmm. It's like I have creative control, you know, and the, the notes I do get from Tim are the most helpful notes. Yeah. right? So it's like and I'm, I get to chase down the stories I've always wanted to tell mm-hmm. and get as crazy as I want yeah. and go as deep as I want. Um, and a lot of freelance places like when I used to write for Vice and stuff mm-hmm. like that, you think they would let you do that. But by the time i was writing for them that was not the case yeah and it was a real real too corporate yeah way too corporate yep. yep they were afraid of everything so no this is a, the best yeah this is why i think i'm a huge believer in doing it as diy as possible mm-hmm. you know working with the people yeah. destroy the middleman mm-hmm. the industry the corporate media the corporate hollywood all that stuff is destroying creativity
2: that is true, but to play devil's advocate, what about the people who need those jobs?
4: Yeah. He
1: didn't and say those people don't deserve to work. He's I know. saying that there needs to be credible mm-hmm. alternatives. Yeah, I don't think there's things. all the yeah.
3: people in, in those industries are bad, but mm-hmm. I think they're being governed by bad policies.
2: Yeah, which yeah. I agree. Like I agree what you're saying. Like Maybe Maybe one day we're going to have creativity come back to us, but right creativity's now creativity's there. It's, it's just
1: not still, yes. it's, it's never went away. It's there.
3: Creativity never left. It's no, there. I, it's just the corporate mm-hmm. world doesn't like it.
2: Well, which is really dumb because they're producing more robotic people who <laughs> don't really have imagination anymore. They just rather put everything copy, um copy and paste yep, into right. the world, which the world is not. Everything is a different outcome. Right. And it's probably
3: why we're obsessed with remix, yeah. Right now, more than I think probably ever, yeah. Because we don't have original ideas. I disagree.
1: About, I I don't think that there's a lack of original ideas. I think there's a lack of belief that original ideas are are easily marketable yeah, yeah. for cheaper. Absolutely. Uh, whereas um, established properties have built-in recognition and name value. Yeah. Uh, again, I will always point out: you do not have built-in fans. You have built-in critics. Yeah. Because yeah. Uh, the people who kept these franchises alive for 25 years are not going to settle for your. I mean, we are seeing it right now with. The uh, supposed record-breaking views for the Halo series, mm-hmm. with the reviews are uh, the so apparently it did really well for the first episode, but the reviews are all awful. Yeah. So it's like Wait, there's a Halo TV show.
4: Yes.
2: Yeah, where Master Chief doesn't have his helmet.
3: Yeah, he no take, way. He took it off in the first episode. No way. Yep. Yeah. Dang, I I did more playing of Halo in college than I did actual college. No, I sh- <laughs> yeah. we should have covered yeah. that today. Then oh, damn. damn, yeah, I love Halo. Damn, mm-hmm. that was like the only game I played. Throughout nice. all of college. Yeah. You
2: and Dane should talk about it. Like We should, we should get both of you guys to talk about it. I learned good it.
3: life lessons in Halo. Like, mm-hmm. um, If you just stand on top of a car in yeah. the middle of the field mm-hmm. and stand very still while everyone else is running around, you can just kill everybody.
2: Um, <laughs> no way! So, yeah,
3: try Try. try it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no. Sorry, Brett. We're um, not advocating this. I mean, in a video game. Yes. He means in a video game. Gosh.
2: Well, you, I, I don't know. <laughs> I
1: think you broke Miracle.
2: <laughs> I don't know, but one movie that i think like might have like creativity that i'm still like hoping might be really good is morbius i mean there's really there will be
1: no creativity in morbius the best you can hope for is that it's uh politically inoffensive
2: yeah well also i really think they missed their mark like if they did it during twilight season
1: they probably would have been better off why do
2: you (laughs) think
3: there's going to be no creativity Uh,
1: i just don't believe that
4: the
2: reviews say it's very like predictable okay Mm -hmm. i
1: She's making that up. I am. um, It's uh, from what everything I've said. It's convoluted. How they try to connect it to the uh, to Spider Man in the MCU. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, When you're when you're shackled by uh, first of all, the movie's been delayed seven times. That is a bad bad sign. Could Mm -hmm. be bad. No, that's a bad sign. Uh, Nothing because they were if if they believed in the if they believed in the product, they would have got it out sooner. That's a good point. Um, uh, I bought the last. Uh, move, um, I, I bought the last delay because Spider Man was doing gangbuster numbers, and there was no reason to compete with yourself. Right, uh, that made sense. Yeah, but now. Um, with that many delays Matt Smith doesn't even know the name of his character they uh, they, uh, they tell us that it's the same uh, vulture as in spider-man but it's a different spider-man as in spider-man Home. or I'm sorry the same vulture that was in spider-man uh, homecoming yeah. but it's a different spider-man on the wall that uh, that echoes Raimi's trilogy it's writing is a mess oh
3: yeah it sounds mm-hmm. convoluted uh,
1: so I I don't believe that the the first of all I hate the mul- I hate multiverse concept anyways because yeah. I think it's the death of creativity yeah. I think it's like we can just it's like time travel they can just yeah. But, but, but the multiverse it could be
3: the opposite as well
1: well could we will. Be, it could well, be i like have more creativity i have more faith in sony to yeah, make these I movies too. i do too but this one wasn't produced in recent sony this has been in production for a very long in time limbo. yeah so this is not in i i gave um venom two more leeway than other people did yeah um like i said anytime movies just uh, politically inoffensive, I'm, right. I give it a better score. Okay. But Sony, uh, G- Ghostbusters Afterlife was fantastic. Oh my! I just watched it. It's great. It's great.
3: Mm-hmm. It's great. It's great. I I teared up. It's great in the end.
2: Yeah. Nice. I'm an okay. easy crier. Yeah, I just want to see you cry. Okay. Like both of you guys. Right. But um, another- where's my camera? Right there, <laughs> right there. But also another thing that I'm really hoping might turn out good. We didn't talk about it because it's another character change. But they didn't really touch his character. Um, it has been Hotel a a twenty four bought them, and I'm hoping that they didn't change that much. They did change the main character's name and her look. They made her more mature. So I'm hoping that they didn't really. That's think-
1: those are huge red flags already.
2: I know, but then they basically they fired the whole. Um, and the whole voice cast That's
1: a even bigger red flag. I
2: know, but like I'm hoping. Stop shitting on my dreams, Brett. <laughs> I'm
1: just I'm I'm the realist here. You're the you're the optimist for once. No, thank you. Um no. <laughs> no,
2: thank you. Because it might be shitty. But no, I'm hoping it might be better.
1: Well, we will, we will. You will see, and you will let me know.
2: Mm-hmm. Will... Well, I'm looking where they might have it. They said rumors it might be on HBO Max. If it is, then I'm sitting there and watching the whole thing.
1: The, the Northman got an R rating. That's, nice. That could be good. That, Are that's, we still one, that's the one. That's the one. Yeah. Well, the the Northman is an A twenty four, I believe, uh, movie that's that looks coming good out. To me. That's yeah. That's yeah. I've got some faith in that one. It's got so. what's his name? Uh, was
3: Eric Northman and True Blood playing? Yep. um Northman. But it's, it,
1: it's got mm-hmm. uh, it's got a lot of good actors in it, and it's uh, an old-fashioned revenge tale
2: mm-hmm. it
1: looks
3: great yep i think it was, I, I'm, I'm hopeful
2: mm-hmm. yep. i don't know maybe one day nope
1: it'll be good all oh. right uh we're ending <laughs> the show on a positive note today guys i'm ready for the north and i think that comes out in may or it comes out this year at some point
2: it's um, in May.
1: you're again she doesn't know that she's making that i just up.
2: looked on a list they yeah. said it was predictable <laughs> I love it how that made you laugh real hard. I was like, "Yeah, it would so I will be. big
1: I know laugh. when Miracle's just saying something just, and then just dude. expects it to like. Uh, she's like, "Maybe that's true."
2: Okay, yeah. I was gonna run with it. I am like, not. Oh, wow.
1: Yeah, I am not doing uh, entertainment fake news here, ladies and gentlemen. We will. We will fact check Miracle uh, whenever we need to. Well, so. that's
2: our like whole banter. Like you shit on my dreams, I shit on your reality. <laughs>
3: Wow!
1: No, what happens is you say something as if you think it's one hundred and ten percent true. Yeah. I tell you that you made that up, and then we fact check. i think and, she
2: just says
3: it in hope somewhere on the internet yes. it was said. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. She the, the, as though it must be true. That's not <laughs> honest, though. That's not honest. No, no, no. It's no, just somebody it's like will fishing.
2: Fact-check. Well, like also that's where we get more views because somebody's gonna fact check me and go like, "Miracle, you big dumb dumb." Well, the-
1: I dumb. guess that's fine we can do that That's If that's how you want to get the views
3: We can do it with big dumb dumb miracle we should views That's make fine. make a poster as miracle public enemy number
4: one Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Perfect You should do that Well
2: no like you know the last cast castle uh, Vlog that we had I was reading the comment Somebody said Carter's my favorite cat Along bucko and miracle So somebody called me a cat Perfect <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't, miracle
3: dad. is an animorph. <laughs> if anyone read those hey, books, I, I, well, I,
4: yes, or I watched it. The, the <laughs> sh- well,
2: they said my keys, like my wallet, that had the foxtail. They're like, miracle. Be careful when you carry that around. <laughs> Because people don't think otherwise.
1: I, I also liked VR Troopers um, as much VR as troopers. Power Rangers. VR Troopers? No, no VR Troopers. I didn't troopers know VR fans. Troopers. Oh, yeah. I Check think it out. I heard you... of it, but huh.
2: Power Rangers oh. all the way.
3: How is it to Power Rangers?
1: Era? I almost bought a, a, a <laughs> Dragon Dagger, a, oh. a Green Ranger Dragon Dagger the other day. I'm like, I'm, I am I, I got some
3: money. Oh, my Do God. It. Brett's
2: birthday is coming up soon. What? I... Yeah. No, it's
3: not. It's coming up in
2: July. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I'm just gonna start (laughs) believing everything she says and not and I'm gonna pretend Brett's the one lying to me.
2: (laughs) Yeah. But no, his birthday's coming up soon and like
3: July is soon.
2: Yeah, it's soon.
3: Soon ish. He said it's May, so <laughs> we're, almost, we're closer than we think.
2: Yeah, exactly. But his birthday is coming up soon. We have to do something for Brett's Let's birthday. Let's dress up
3: as Power Rangers and film. <laughs> I didn't even like Power Rangers that much, but
1: I want—I love the the dragon dagger that the Green Ranger had. You dress was-
2: up like Tommy? I'll dress up like Trini.
1: No, I want to be that like witch lady.
2: Arena? <laughs> yeah, I'll be
1: her. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) I still think that Cranston's career catered when he gave in to playing Zordon in the remake
2: oh my god he can be Zordon
3: I would love that okay Perfect.
2: Yeah, roll here. this stress. up. We've
1: like- gone off the rails. We are calling uh, an episode, like guys. Thank like you. What My birthday is not till July. We'll talk about it when we
3: get farther down the line. It's uh, okay. We are done. Shane, tell everyone where they can find you on social media. Oh, man. I'm Shane Cashman everywhere. And uh, Tales from the Inverted World is on YouTube, Spotify, and Apple. Check it out. And we have a book, InvertedWorldBook.com.
2: Buy the books before they run out.
3: Check it. Miracle. Where can they find you on social media?
2: I don't have social media because it rots your brain.
1: She's right about that. Mm -hmm. Guys, you can follow me on social media, rot your brain with me, on Instagram, at Brett Dasvick. For the show, go to the YouTube channel, uh, subscribe there, leave comments on the videos, like the videos, all that stuff. It makes me very, very happy. Uh, In the description box of every one of those videos is a link to the Spotify playlist. It has the full, unabridged version of the show. Start to finish it is the best way to listen to the show in the car, at work, pretend you're doing your job, but really you're listening to us. That would make us very happy. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're also on Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, and on Pandora. On social media, we are on Twitter at popculture underscore show. We are also on Facebook and on TikTok. You will make Dane very happy by following us there at Pop Culture Crisis. And we will be back with another episode tomorrow. We will see you then guys. Thanks for Bye. having me.
2: Bye.